didn't I didn't think it would be this busy at seven forty five in the morning. Um we should be grateful because those are called regulars. Yeah, but they're I mean, they're starting to get pretty agitated, dude, because they can't get in. Those swinging saloon doors aren't working. Oh, shit. I thought they were just waiting for us to put out the new releases. Oh, they're trying to get into the porn room. Oh, Yeah. Well, I think they used to line up because of COVID restrictions, but it's been pretty much free for all for the past few months. And it's like the doors don't even swing anymore. Are they even like wandering around the store trying to rent other stuff no they're <laughs> those guys are dead set dude <laughs> they're not looking for family film sir hands out of your pockets sir yeah no pockets in that line don't push on it i gotta we gotta find the key to get it open we don't know who closed last night okay just be gent be gentle and give us some time guys are you um what what should we do should we call uh should we call jerry God, no, dude. Jerry will flip a wig. Yeah, it was his uh, all-night poker game. So, yeah, he's probably not even awake yet. All right, shit, well, I guess uh, let's call uh, Bones. Yeah, let's get him on the phone. Okay. It's ringing. Shit, I don't know if he's going to answer. What? To leave a voice. Hello? Hey, hey, Bones. Bones? Yeah, what? Hold on, we got, let, me put him, let me put him on speaker. Yeah, we, we got you on conference call, buddy. Nope. Right, you're already too late. We don't know how to shut it off. You got him piped through the PA in the store. <laughs> Shit. What? We were calling those phone sex lines last night and laughing at him. Uh, Bones, you got me and Dan and all the... Store perverts can hear you too, so. Yeah, dude, they're starting to get rowdy over here. We can't find the fucking key to the. the hey, get those doors. hands out of those pockets. Put that copy of Savage Streets down, sir. Dude, they're starting. You they're don't getting... have a key to the porn. There is no key to the porn room. What are you the talking door? about? It's locked. Door. Yeah, it's you locked guys up. Just had to have saloon doors. This Jerry wanted that. What are you, are you all right, dude? You sound like you're going. Are you taking a shit? I wish. Hmm? You, I wish you'd just start treating me like... Like the beast I am, huh? Like, was last night a full moon, dude? I don't know anymore. Just... It was a solar eclipse, okay? Not a nighttime solar eclipse? Isn't that... Yesterday was. I thought that was a lunar eclipse. Whatever. Well, that would be... Wouldn't that be negative for the werewolf? Uh, so he's, trying to tie it in. he's post. He's post right now, so... I'm just trying to tie it in. <laughs> super high on, like, meat and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, dude. What? What I can hear that. What do you want me to do? What is this? Tell us where the saloon door key is. You guys just had to open alone. You said you couldn't make it in, so we're just, we're, I'm covering your shift. What are you talking about? Just kick the door in. Just kick the fucking door in. Okay, let me go see. Wait, Kron, you go. Go see if you can kick it. 
Alright, I'm gonna go wade through the perverts. Get, the, get your hands out of your pockets, sir. Anyway, uh, are you coming in later today? No. Why not? Treat me like a goddamn man. Okay, I got stuff to do. Why are you so angry? Are you, did you get pulled over last night? No. You probably should have. Yeah, Dude, I probably would have. I tried to stop some. I tried to drop kick the saloon doors, and it's like it's just like kicking concrete, man. I told you not. It's to not budget leg day, dude. Just okay. Just have the perms one at a time. Army man crawl underneath the doors, okay? I think I got an idea. I'm gonna say we got that new movie in. I'm gonna ask them. They're fucking pervs, dude. They gotta be into, you know, the chicks. They don't wear tops. The dudes are in thongs. Maybe they'll buy it. What do you think? It's worth a shot. Okay. Did you watch the movie? The new one? Who, me? Yeah. There's no doubt these pervs have rage issues, okay? I only, w- I only watch the movies on my week. I just kind of meander through the uh, the other two. I wonder if Jerry's talking about firing you. Hey, guys, gentlemen, gentlemen, do you like man shit? Yeah. Do you like uh, dudes running around with spears? Totally. Yeah. Fucking yeah. human sacrifice? Heads rolling downstairs? Shit. All right, then I got the movie for you. This week, we're covering Apocalypto from 2006. Give me, give me that band movie. I'll take two. Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, Five Day Rentals podcast. We are the Video Store Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun non-genre category. Uh, this round's category is ancient times slash um, Middle Earth slash um, olden times slash any movie that's happened before the year 2021 and we're covering apocalypto this uh this round or this time around i'm gonna be your host tonight laundry dan as always i'm with my two other brilliant hosts uh cron howard and bones how y'all doing tonight hey man doing good can i bring up one thing real quick sure cron uh, you guys both took olden times real seriously, which was not the intent of the category. This is a serious show, Kron, and you should be taking it serious. Uh, the movie I picked took place in Florida five years ago, so... Technically, I think it had a present day in it, didn't it, I thought? But I, I think it's more the fault of us misunderstanding how old the Pinocchio tale was. <laughs> I'm just saying, my movie was basically modern, and 
Bones's was set in 1501, possibly in Italy. Dan's, yours is set before written communication occurred. Well, that's not true, Kron. We're going to go through a lot of facts tonight about the Mayan people. So uh, I hope you're in for a educational and fun ride. Yeah, I believe technically my movie is older. My movie takes place. Are you are you BC? Are you AD? Because I'm AD. No, we're both AD. But I believe, without going too far in it, this one should be set around 1511. And mine was 1501. And mine was from 2016. (laughs) (laughs) But I think an interesting... An interesting thing we'll talk about as we dissect this movie is how crazy modern and universal the storytelling is. Like, I, I guess I just you know? mean with the olden times category, you could have had a cut, a throwaway scene where somebody said, "Oh, I read the the curse in this old book." That would have been it. <laughs> would have been enough. And we we thank you for that. Yes, but I. I also imagine like that we are standing at the counter of the video store and you say, okay, find a movie, blah, 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 like this, right? And I've already started looking for something and you said, ah, shit, it's not fairy tale horror. It's medieval times. And then we said, well, actually, it's not medieval times. And then we came back to the counter. You said, fuck it. It's ancient shit. And by this point, I had already had like three movies picked out, so I just went to that section and and picked a movie. So, I mean, I kind of did it just to spite you. Like, all right, I'm going to go super agent here, and Karan's going to complain. One of our episodes. I'm not complaining. And here we are. I'm not complaining. It's just for the most wide open category. You two self imposed very strict criteria. This is the number one thing in my life, so I take it very seriously. Also, I do think it will be funny to look at this category, like the span of it, because of that. We get a modern action flick set in 1511, a Paul Verhoeven medieval fuckfest, and a wooden toy tells girl to kill people. In Florida, so it the disparity in the in the round is is awesome. Hey, mm-hmm. she hasn't been proven guilty yet, so let's well, let's not jump to conclusions. He was proven guilty of his son's murder, but not uh, of the other murders that he was sentenced on. I'm under the impression that it could still be Pinocchio, actually. Hashtag free Gatto. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Let me die. Don't you see my don't you see my hand? Just let me die. In this fucking scary. Let me die. I carved that wooden Pinocchio. You know that, right? Oh, it looks handmade. I did, I did that. Hey, where'd you get that Pinocchio? That's handmade. And my cousin, he does them. Too bad for you, he murdered his kid. So now he's in jail. He didn't teach you his skills? No. You didn't care to learn? 
Nah, he 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 got all the mom's love and attention. Did you go to jail before him? No, I didn't go to jail. I got a car when I was fourteen. Got out of there, but my but brother. You, you got you out of jail at the age of fourteen because no, you got a I car? got out of my I got out of my hometown. Oh, okay. Got out of that shithole. My brother, he got he he's stuck there. So that's where you learn to carve. Did they let you go to his um? His execution? I, I refuse to go. Too hard? No, there was a Bruce Springsteen concert the same night, so. Don't say you refuse to go when you didn't even get invited. You're just trying to. No. I see what you're trying to do. No, I had to see the boss. Was he Whatever. playing in Tampa or was it down in like Miami? Uh, no matter where the boss is, I go. <laughs> so you just follow the boss. Mm-hmm. What if he's not touring? Here we are, three years later, you're still telling people your invite got lost in the mail. Joke's on my brother, because I don't feel bad. I'm still alive. Still watching the boss, East Street, every night. What's uh, what's your favorite album? That one with... Uh, I don't know, I listen on uh, an, an MP3 player. So, I just hit shuffle. All the songs are mixed together. Yeah. You know that one about um Devils and Dust or something. That one about how he's driving his car to go pick up the girl and they like drive through town. <laughs> who's uh who yeah, who's your of course it's the road one, Thunder Road, Lightning Road. <laughs> who's your uh favorite the boss. E streeter besides Bruce? Uh Max Weinberg. Oh, how about after him? Do you got a third? Steven Van Zant. Okay. Oh, <laughs> any more? Can you name one more? You, that, no, I thought we were talking about my brother, the the puppeteer. I give you three. That's the game. Anything after that is on you. He personally told me the name of four East Street Band members, and he's dead. So. He's got a son. Anyway, I got to get out of here. <laughs> and congratulations to Bruce Springsteen selling his catalog for $500 million. Yeah, that's why he was top of mind for sure. Yeah, congrats, Bruce. You're the working man's hero. Can real, I, um, real John Lennon. Can I uh, pimp something real quick? Um, well, you can... I, uh, don't, don't use that derogatory word please yeah are we not, kidding, are we not supposed to do that yeah you can do whatever you want okay can i prom- can i promote something yeah oh um improv for humans a show that does not need our promotion they did a um a get back special where for like uh will hines anthony and tamanac like so fucking improv like kingpins basically do the Beatles in a like, uh, um, what's that guy's name? Anthony or Andy Cohen sort of like post show sit down interview. Um, it's probably the best like hour of just bullshit improv I've heard in some time. So I highly recommend it. Will Hines does George Harrison. Anthony Tanamanak does, um, Paul McCartney and it's fucking great. So, well, send us a link. Check it out. 
Kroner, you, what hour are you on? Of the Beatles doc? Yeah. Oh, dude, I've just been rewinding the same 10 seconds where Yoko eats that steak <laughs> over and over. So whatever part of the show that is. Also, um, the night I sent you guys that picture, I was yeah. literally like, I know I just saw it. So I'll just rewind like 30 seconds and send them the photo. It's all I did for like an hour and a half was <laughs> look for that clip. Well, at least you remembered on the one that you were watching, and it wasn't like when it was over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So about well, I don't think they leave that room, do they? Because yeah, they do eventually. That's what made it so hard to find the the eight <laughs> seconds of video I was looking for. Was the entire thing is just in one space. I was going to say like bones. two weeks ago, um, I told you guys that. To fall asleep, I've been watching a lot of uh, riff tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kron, you said that you went and saw them at a live show yep. a few years ago. And I thought, oh shit, that one's actually on Amazon. Let me throw it on and see if just randomly I can see Kron in the audience. And the thing literally opens up and you see Kron and his wife. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that was fucking easy. Yeah. I'm in the opening, dude. Yeah. Like, I know those shorts anywhere. Just shows to go how our, our weeks go, uh, listeners. Karan's looking for Yoko Ono eating a, a fucking McGrib. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for Karan. So, real exciting here. Hey, uh, Bones, add yeah. me to the IMDb for that episode. <laughs> You're going to be a star, baby. Mm-hmm. And speaking of stars and eclipse, solar eclipses, um, ladies and gentlemen, tonight from 2006, Apocalypto, directed by Mr. Mel Gibson. Um, No man or no one can outrun their destiny. Gentlemen, how are we feeling uh, in the early moments here before we crack into Apocalypto. Are we feeling uh, signs from the gods that point in the right direction? Did it give this, you an, an erection? This movie is metal as hell, dude. <laughs> this shit is hardcore. You ain't lying. Had, had you seen this before, Kron? Yeah, but not since like its original theatrical... You know, I, I think I saw it once in a theater and had not watched it since then. I um, I have a memory. Hopefully the the guys involved will listen to this. I vaguely recall planning to go watch it, but being sick and letting a roommate at the time go. And he came back and said, dude, you missed the best fucking puppet in a long time. And I was like, okay, I can't wait to see this fucking thing. So, I don't think he was lying. It's a good-ass puppet. Yeah, do you think this movie would have been bigger had it not been for its director and his issues? See, that was well, a, what, a thought of mine whenever that happened. I didn't look that up, though. I'm like, Did he have ha- a shitload of issues at this point, though, when this came he, out? I think he might have already made the... 
the like Jewish comment, maybe. Okay. I don't know the fucking tabloid history of Mel Gibson, yeah. who's who said yes up front, listeners. He said some terrible shit, and if you want to go down that Google search, go ahead. I guess, and there's audio as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, sugar tits, check it out. <laughs> so in, in my slapdash uh, uh, research of like listening to the call for the terrible cuddle open that you'll have just heard, um, I believe the phone call was like 11 years ago. Okay. So that would have been after this. And I think, I, I want to say the sh- sugar tits and the Jewish thing, those comments were post-passion, pre-apocalypto. Okay. Because he was already getting anti-Semitic stuff because of Passion of the Christ. You know, there was already a lot of like, obviously this guy doesn't like Jewish people. Yeah, but did you see all that blood? I mean... Actually, Chad just logged Passion of the Christ the other day. (laughs) He's getting ready. He's getting ready for this episode. (laughs) He's going through the Mel Gibson canon. I meant to text him about that. <laughs> a really great one, too, is the the clip. I think it might have been f- when he's on the press tour for Apocalypto, where he's, like, getting interviewed via, you know, satellite or whatever, and some guy starts talking shit. And he basically, like, Mel just flips a switch. Like, he's smiling and he's ready, and then it flips, and he's immediately like, you fucking asshole. Like, yeah, you asshole. Well, even when I was watching this for, you know, because I did not remember a lot of it from when I saw it in the theater, I was just like, listen, I know the guy's a piece of shit, but why do we stop letting Mel Gibson make movies? Because it's pretty good. Yeah. I, it's it's the South Park comment of mm-hmm. say what you will about Mel Gibson, but the guy fucking knows story structure. Mm-hmm. And uh, story structure is what we're about to get into, ladies and gentlemen. Let's crack open a uh, well a pig and let's share the insides together. Yeah, I, you're yeah, you're about to walk through a fucking master class of the hero's journey, my friend. <clears throat> Listeners, Apocalypto is from 2006. It is directed by Mel Gibson. It is available right now on Prime and Tubi. So if you'd like to stop and follow along, go watch Come Back. We'll be here. We start off with whatever jungle movie starts off with a quote about conquest a great civilization is not conquered from without until it has destroyed itself from within w durant um right off the bat here we're already against the mayan people with this quote so uh as we go through this i am going to uh give you facts about the Mayan people as well, the real ones and what Mel did and what the real stuff is. So be prepared for that, folks. Uh, We got a slow zoom in to a jungle here. Classic Dan note. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Very nice. Very crystal clear. It looks phenomenal, guys. It did. Um, Have you you thought about doing um, like the audio tracks for the visually impaired? I mean, if they're... If they're paying me, I'm going to do it, guys. I think you have a nice voice. I could imagine somebody listening to you trying to watch a, a feature. Well, you guys know that uh, my grandpappy is blind, so I have to explain all the movies to him. Oh, okay. That's a lie. That's not true at all. We love blind people here. Sure. So, yeah, we, this is, we this got is a- audio medium. <laughs> yeah. In the world of podcasting, the blind man is king. That's true. I mean, that we might have all blind listeners. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening right now, fuck video. We hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a, a slow zoom in. We got a, uh, a Mayan warrior here. He passes us real quick. And we continue to slow in. We get a nice shot of all the uh, vegetation of the jungle here. The flora uh, and fauna. Yeah, we got a butterfly that flies by, which I think is real. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I watched it three times. It, I think it was. All of a sudden, we got a swine of some sort come running out. I'm not sure what type of animal that is. And we got a good old-fashioned hunt, boys. Um, we got some shaky cam going. We got the swine. He's running through the forest. We got shots of our Mayan warriors here chasing after this pig. They're getting all ready to... Um, do what they're going to do to try to eat for the evening. Uh, we got one guy, he runs and jumps onto the swine and it bucks him off real quick and keeps running. Uh, we got a lot of prep shots here of them getting their nets ready, which is a good idea. Uh, so they start pulling these nets to kind of push these swine creature in the direction that they want to go. Uh, they keep running they keep running. They keep chasing. We get some more swine. Swine. What is? What did they do? Squill. Is that how that? That's what that's called. Squeal or squeak. Squeal. Yeah, squeal like a pig. Squeal. Yeah. That's a different movie. <clears throat> and uh, squall. Squall. White squall. I don't. I don't think we can say squall anymore. No, we can't say. Uh, shit! I almost said it. No, you can say squall. <laughs> I think. White okay. Squall, that's a Jeff Bridges movie. It's directed by Tony Rid- Scott. Tony or Ridley, Ridley, right? Yeah. I think it was Tony, I thought. Anyway, this wasn't about Tony. This is about the mines. So this swine, it trips over a tripwire. It was Ridley Squat. I said Ridley Squat. <laughs> Ridley Squat directed White Squall. Squall, fuck. We're getting into deep water. Dan, quit here. drinking in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden we get a spiked contraption that shoots out and just smashes right into this uh this swine here we got one of our minor mayans he comes in and miners sl- <laughs> miners slits its throat and uh we celebrate so um they naturally pull it off and they start to gut it to start uh, quartering out this meat here. They open it up. Uh, the, uh, our hero here is named Jaguar Paul. He is going to give the heart to Smoke Frog. He gives Hell the yeah. liver. What a, what a tight nickname, dude. Do you want us to start calling you Smoke Frog, Cron? 
I mean, I will, I'm not fighting it if that's what you want to call me. <laughs> uh, he gives the liver to Curl Nose. Coco Leaf receives the ears. And we got our other gentleman here, Mr. Blunted. He receives the balls, guys. Um, he's like, I don't really want to do this again. But they're like, come on, dude. And pretty much it comes down to is that Blunted has yet to have a baby with his woman. So they're going to give him the balls to make him more more fertile. Um, so he starts to chomp down on these testicles. And, of course, he throws them up because they look mighty gross. Oh, there's and- like a funny part in this scene, too, where uh, I think Blunted is like, have you guys like do you guys have to do this and they all say no and then one guy says sometimes <laughs> like sometimes i have to eat those boar testicles mm-hmm. and i think he or jaguar paul says something to about his dad as like 10 children and he's done it or, or something yeah. along those lines yeah he says i have eight older sisters and a brother and my dad did it every time yeah so, yeah, of course, Blunted spits these things out because it's horrid. And, of course, they all start laughing. This is a good old-fashioned fucking around with the boys moment. So, of course, it's a joke. He doesn't have to eat these balls to have children. They were just they were just joshing them. Josh? Josh. Josh. Josh? Josh. Did he eat them all the other times, though? And they didn't react? <laughs> I think it was probably about the same. He probably chewed them and just spit them out. I mean, Kron, if we gave you the balls of a boar that we killed, would you would you eat it? I'd always cook them first. All right. People eat balls, dude. Rocky, Rocky Mountain, Mountain oysters. oysters. Yeah. yeah. I That's want cool. it, but people do. <laughs> you get some Frank's Red Hot which is made in Springfield, Missouri, Midwest. Um, yeah, I'll eat them. Sure. All right, so Dan will, I won't, and Bones won't either. Nope. We'll save all the balls for you, Dan. So, yeah, we got, uh, we're five minutes in. We already got a dude eating balls. All right, of course, this is a joke. They're just fucking with them. Um, they run off to... To go deal with the rest of the pig, I guess. Flint's guy is Jaguar Paul's father. He pulls Blunt, our Blunted to the side, and he's like, hey, man, be strong. He's like, what's going on? He's like, I haven't made children yet. Uh, Flint's guy suggests uh, the Sonza leaf. He said it's very powerful. It'll make, it'll make you have uh, 10 children or so. He just says, and uh, Blunted's like, oh, thank you very much. He grabs it and he tries to eat it right away. And Flint's guy's like, hey, no, you got to rub it on your area, on your private area, before you guys do the deed and it'll help. And he's like, oh, thanks. Thanks very much. But he says it's very powerful, so be careful. Um, So they're continuing to quarter out this, this swine that they killed. And uh, Jaguar Paul, all of a sudden, he gets up, the wind picks up, 
and he kind of turns and looks into the forest and he says, what do you want? He says that multiple times. And finally we see some, some different Mayans emerge from the jungle here, which I thought was a pretty good scene as well. Uh, Flint sky kind of jumps in and asks who they are. Uh, they automatic, the others automatically bring in an offering of fish. He said, Flint's guy says, oh, that's a great catch. He said, the, the other guy says, the waters are good here. Uh, Flint's guy, our Flint's guy asks who they are. Um, he just says that they want to pass. He says that the land had been ravaged. He said they may pass. Flint's guy allows them to pass. And they're, and he says, we're looking, we're just looking for a new beginning. Uh, Jaguar Paul, he's pretty concerned about these people that have come through and uh and once flint sky does allow them to pass there's a ton of them that come through and uh they just kind of walk through but uh jaguar paul tries to get more information but flint sky kind of pulls him back and is like hey man just let him go like relax let's get back to let's get back to our uh, village here so they carry this Swine back to the village. And uh, Flint's guy asks, tells the guys to not to mention what they seen out there, these people, to the rest of the village to keep it quiet. And later on, they'll meet with the elders and, and they'll talk about it to see what, what they want to do next. So, uh, what a good gets- gig being an elder of a tribe like that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just pass you just, on knowledge. You just chill. Yeah, but we do see that other elder on, in a little bit who's got one arm, so... yeah, I think you true. only get to elder status by... Losing an arm? <laughs> well, or by going... I mean, you gotta survive. Yeah, you had to do some shit in your younger days to right. be able to be an old man. But... I mean, now we watch, we look at 401k calculators to see, like, fuck, am I going to be okay? Like, these guys are like, shit, if I can just get to elder status with all my joints and shit, I'm set. Mm-hmm. You know? I just I mean, sit around. You, yeah. I, I feel like elder status in this time would have been what? Like, 34? 40? Yeah, I was going to say, like, 42. Shit, we're almost elder status. Mm hmm. I feel it every day, dude. <laughs> we all do. Absolutely. Man, I would love to sit around a fire, speak in vagary, and just assume everybody's listening to me. Mm-hmm. What if that's what happened at work? Like, <laughs> you're just a guy who tells stories about, yeah, back like 10 years ago, we had this guy that that used to do this and that. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's just our elder. <laughs> I mean, I've, I feel like a lot of places have that. I've worked at places that definitely have, hey, you missed so-and-so who used to work here. And I mean, it's kind of like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's interpretation of Lincoln. You know, like four or five times in that movie, he just tells like these fucking stories that annoy everybody. Weren't they like supposed to be comical, though? Yeah, but the whole point, like he's telling you like, you know, he's telling you a sort of biblical-esque story, but just modernized a bit yeah i was gonna say i've seen i've worked with some elders that don't really do anything and just 
talk shit and tell stories all day. Yeah. You ain't got to hunt. You don't got to weave. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. See what Nobody... they bring in and be like, eh, I don't want no fish tonight. Mm-hmm. You can wear all that fancy jewelry and shit you want. You got to worry about teeth. And you know these fuckers are getting high. You know. You know they're getting stoned. All day, dude. Yeah. You don't get the nickname Smoke Frog without (laughs) dabbling a little bit. Can we start a podcast called The Elders where people just come and they tell their problems to us and we just get high and tell stupid ass stories to try to solve their problem? We have to have massive success with this one first. Okay, that could be like our next one. Well, that's our re- that's our podcast retirement plan. Then I don't. Know, sounds like it's time to shut this one down and retool. <laughs> I said massive success, Kron. Let's take another swing here, boys. And <laughs> I can't do two Instagrams, man. No, it's too much. All right, so Flint's guy, he can clearly see that Jaguar Paul is uh, is upset about these people. He kind of calls them in here for a little uh, pep talk, says those people showed fear. And the one thing I pretty much taught you is don't have fear because deep rotting fear is just a sickness and you're never going to rise to be anything if you live in fear all the time. But all those people had fear, so let that be a lesson. And like I said, this is where he says, yeah, at first light, we'll, we'll get with the elders and let the spirits guide them and see what we're going to do. Uh, the rest of the group has walked into the village here. Uh, Blunted here is getting harassed by his mother-in-law about having children. She kind of pushes him into the... Uh, the hut over there and he needs to get to work right away to start making some children. Nothing will turn you on more than your mother-in-law pushing, pushing you into you. a tent. And setting outside to mm-hmm. listen and make sure the deed is done. Yeah, she does sit outside and uh, Blunted's wife does get on to her about sitting there. It says he can't do it unless she leaves. His she wife is cute busy. as hell, though. I mean, yeah, they, they got some, some uh, nice ladies. Mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, okay. I don't, I don't want to say, like, oh, she's hot and sexy or anything. I mean, she was just, like, adorable. Like, the way I, she was, like, when he came in and stuff, I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. I mean, Blunted probably thinks his lady's a nice-looking lady. Yeah. So, I mean. Blunted's strong as hell, dude. I mean, dude's everybody's strong as hell here. <laughs> I, this dude holds up six motherfuckers with his knee. So we cut to Jaguar Paul. He sneaks up on his son, who's playing with a tied-up monkey. Uh, they kind of have a little moment here. You tortured that, that a, monkey real good, son. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and they have a little dad-son moment. We cut back to Blunted and his woman. Uh, they got tricked, guys. Uh, the stuff that Flint Sky gave them is pretty much just like a chili leaf, I guess, or something. So it just starts burning, and I guess they put it on both of them. Well, she's no, she's, she's washing. Yeah, she's oh, washing yeah, her she, mouth out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She blew them. That's probably why they're not getting a kid out of this thing. Yeah, <laughs> wrong hole, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's not how it works. 
I'm giving it up to Blunted there. There you go, bro. He knows what's up. Uh, he taints their whole water supply because he sits down and it and cools his. I I don't fucking blame him. My shit's on fire. Mm-mm. Yeah, he could I'm, at least I'm, like. I'm pushing it. an elder out of the way. I'd <laughs> be and more. This is about a, it. tradition goes out the window. My cock on fire, bro. I'd be more worried about his asshole getting in the water than his chili covered balls. That's what I'm saying. He could have just like splashed on. He just sat down and the whole thing. They, the tribe can get another bucket of water. I only got one cock, bro. The lady, the ladies already did that today, though. Mm-mm. Blame Flint Sky. Yeah. Sky got at this it. point, He's he did. At this point, Flint Sky didn't prank me. He pranked the tribe. Right. Send him for more water, yep. I guess. Yep. You think this shit's funny? Laugh your ass to the fucking creek, bro. <laughs> There's a whole ocean and, down there. And and laugh they do, this whole fucking tribe. Oh, they love it. This is the funniest thing that's happened in months. I mean, and if it, you don't have a TV or a book, though, that's got to be the highlight of the day. <laughs> this is better than the boring-ass story they get told later. Mm-hmm. I mean, this... It, but here's the like, it's legit funny. Like this is, you don't expect this level of joke in this movie. I mean, I could see this happening in those times. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta crack some jokes. You live in, I guess they probably lived a better life than the the Middle Ages. I'd say. Oh yeah, I would argue. Um, had it not been the empire that was crumbling around them that led to the later human sacrifice, these people probably led a, le- a better life than we do in terms of stress and joy. Like, Wake up, hunt, gather. Just chill the fuck out. Fuck. Yep. It seems all right. It seems better than sitting behind a desk all day, which is what I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I'm taking this over Western Europe. Hatch, hashtag Italy. Maybe Italy. <laughs> oh, without, yeah. With, without a doubt. Yeah, this without looks way doubt. better. Yeah. The architecture sucks in comparison. More bugs. Yes. I don't know. I mean, they got those uh, sweet ziggurat pyramids. <laughs> Get sweet oh, piercings. I, those are cool. I'm talking about like this just jag. Jaguar's tribe. Oh, like gotcha. their Just, little huts and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. We get sweet piercings. We get sweet tattoos. You know, not too bad. Oh, you guys know what I got art wise. This, this movie is fucking awesome tattoo wise. Kron, I will say that um, all these butt tats are looking fucking awesome in this movie, dude. Yeah, they're cool. You got inspiration. I think you should turn it in to one of those. We we got the. I, I I'm counting that as the official move on wave. I think we need to. Uh, we need to honor that in case I ever need to do it. So let's let's move on. I'll send you ideas. Yeah, I think I think we're at the fire, right? <laughs> All right, we cut to the elder with the one arm. He is telling the story of pretty much man. Man comes. Uh, he tells. The animals, he's talking to them. He says he's not very smart. The owl says that, you know, 
you can have my brain or not the owl. I think it's one of the animals. The, the jaguar says you can have my strength. And so all the animals give man what he needs to fulfill himself. But um, the owl sees that the man has a hole in him and he will never be fulfilled. Uh, and he will just take and take until he can't take anything else and there's nothing left. Uh, so that's basically the sum up of that story. It's longer if you want to look it up. But uh, Then we start in with the drum dancing and the drum beating there. All the couples kind of get up and start dancing and moving and grooving. Yeah. And fun. Seems like they were all kind of like things for that story, old man, but it's time to dance now. <laughs> oh, well, Jaguar Paul is heavy in thought when he does hear this, this story because this woman has to say, come back to me and uh, get up. Um, so we cut to the next morning where everybody's sleeping. We have a dream sequence here where Jaguar Paul is in the jungle. He sees the, um, the guy from earlier from the tribe that had that had their land ravaged and he's just wigging out holding us his still beating heart and he just warns him to run. We also have a barking dog there. Pretty gnarly looking mean ass dog well pretty gnarly looking guy holding his own heart <laughs> yeah need to see a dentist i think oh the fucking teeth oh we'll talk about it later <laughs> so naturally uh jaguar paul wakes up uh we cut to some scenes of another aztec group that is coming in and I did, I did some research. I think they called these guys Hulkane. But it's pretty much just another Mayan war party that's moving through the villages. Uh, this is where we get introduced to Zero Wolf. I thought you were going to say you did some research and this is actually set in Italy. <laughs> no, not yet. I haven't come to that determination yet. But I think I could probably get it back to Italy if I really tried. Mm-hmm. If only they had been sitting around eating an octopus together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did have an ocean there, so they they probably had octopus at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say uh, we can just land on this could be set in Italy. <laughs> what do you think the Maybe. going rate is for that real estate, man? Italy? ocean no in this movie fucking oceanfront i'm um, probably it's probably a fucking like uh all-inclusive resort now yeah yeah oh i was gonna say at the time i doubt that land ownership was a concept <laughs> oh it was a concept it was yeah they had areas there's yeah. some well, people that just showed up yeah and I, said hey this is our land i guess this tribe though they don't seem too awfully mm-hmm. occupied in uh Saying they're the owners of a certain area. Yeah. Dan, don't, but don't forget, D- God told them it was their land. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that's it, what I got to do? It's a very important part. Yeah. What I got to do is say, God sent us here. This is ours, you fucking uh, uncivilized swine. Tomorrow, I'm going to walk into my director's office and be like, this is my job now. God told me it was. Yep. And he's just going to have to leave and give me that position, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Until he comes back with a bigger cross. <laughs> Shit. Feels good to be a Christian. 
I did a miracle this morning on the way in, so <laughs> this is all my stuff now. So Jaguar Paul wakes up from this dream here. We got the Zero Wolf and his gang. They're moving in. Uh, his wife wakes up, and she can, she's complaining about the barking dog. Jaguar Paul is kind of just sitting there, and then all of a sudden he hears the dog stop barking. Uh, he looks out. He sees inv- the invaders coming in, the other uh, Zero Wolf and his group coming in. Uh, immediately goes into action here. Uh, one of the invaders, he runs right up into Jaguar Paul's hut. He kind of pushes him all the way through. He hits a branch, and he kind of flips him out of the, the hut there. Are these guys all the same? Like, They're all Mayans. The people that are attacking them, they're like the same people as the people that live in the huts? Yes, they're all Mayans. Okay. Well, I mean, they're from different tribes. Yeah, that's, that's what I yeah. guess I was like. So it was just super tribal, like, because it, it seems like the people in the huts aren't even aware that there's like a, a much more civilized group, you know? That yeah. is one of the issues with this movie, because the Mayan okay. people were very city types of people. They, they, there was no way that this tribe wouldn't have known that there's not a city a day's walk away from where they were. See, I took it as several days though. And then the, but even later on the, the guy that Jaguar kind of interacts with, he even says like, we've heard stories of a city or a place, you know, that has these towers or whatever. So I, I took that as their way of trying to explain, like they are a few days away. So it is possible for this tribe to exist on the coast. But I get what you're saying. Like it, is the Mayan thing like our way of saying an encompassed, you know, that's just yeah. all those people in that region at a time? There mm, are multiple but. regions of Mayans through Honduras, Mexico, and all in there. And yeah. yes, it, it took the Spaniards 200 years to conquer the Mayans because it was, they had so many of tribes and all that. But Mel Gibson does do, I will give him some credit later on with stuff that he does put in this movie to try to, I don't, I think he takes a lot more criticism than he should, honestly, but we'll get to that. I concur. I concur because I, I do think he establishes that like the, these people say, this is our land. This is where we hunt. This is, and they stick to that and they respect when the people say, Hey, we just want to pass through. So it does seem odd that there wouldn't be a runner or somebody who's gone out and come back and made mm-hmm. mention of that. But yeah. I, I think it adds more of a dramatic element if they don't know anything about where they're being taken. And, and it's also, a Hollywood movie. <clears throat> well, and it's like, what has Mel Gibson ever done wrong besides maybe gloss over a few historical facts? Yeah. I mean, give the guy a break, will you? Yeah. Like, he told the story of Jesus Christ, for Christ's sakes. All right. Um, where were we? All right. Uh, Zero, our Zero Wolf and his gang are naturally going through the village and burning down their huts. They're catching um, their people. They're 
tying up the strongest men and uh, just causing all sorts of chaos and uh, hate-filled actions towards this village, mm-hmm. which seems like a nice village, right? Um, Jaguar Paul, he knows that there's a cave right kind of right next to his hut so he decides that he's going to take his wife and his kid and lower them down into this cave it's so that was just a hole in the ground yeah i would say cave i mean it's got the the stuff hanging from it and shit the stagmites and shit the stalactites stalactites is that what they're called i don't know which one is is i don't know which is up and which is down stalactite or stalagmite one is up and one is down yeah, but it's not a cave that goes... There aren't, like, deep offshoots. It looks like it's just that... Maybe a sinkhole? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess maybe... Yeah, maybe not a cave. I, I guess we'd go with more sinkhole than anything. It's just a hole. It's a fucking hole. It's a hole with some stalactites in it. Well, he gets the good idea of, I'm going to put him in this sinkhole cave thing and so they can hide out so they don't get caught by the invaders that are here which is a good idea uh he ties a rope down he the mom holds the child his wife is also pregnant by the way uh nine months apparently um so he starts to lower them down into the cave uh zero wolf and his gang continue to fight uh, and as they're fighting, and as Jaguar Paul is lowering his wife and child down into this sinkhole, uh, he is spotted by one of Zero Wolf's guys, and this guy immediately starts to run towards Jaguar Paul. So, of course, he has to speed up the process of lowering his wife and child down into here. So... We get the guy running towards him, which is a very stressful moment, I'm sure, for Jaguar Paul. Uh, he drops him down, and because he got to, he got to go hand to hand with this bro, dude. Like you can't just, you know, let him fuck him up and kill him. Yeah, so, it's just already. I don't know, like just having to, uh, you know, give yourself a rope burn. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Which would be terrible, by the way. I think. Yeah. The and whole the mo- rest of the movie, I was just like, oh, man, that guy's hands are probably sore as hell. <laughs> the you movie don't know what happened? <laughs> already does a, an, an incredible job of amplifying all of the tension. Mm-hmm. Like, it, when something's already tense, it he does a great job of taking it just up Cranking one more bit. level. Yeah. So Jaguar Paul starts to fight this guy. Uh, he throws him across the the sinkhole here, and uh, he notices that the the fan or Jaguar Paul hits him, and he falls almost into the sinkhole with the family. And this guy's determined now to get down in there to fucking kill her and him and the boy. Well, Jaguar Paul's got to pull him back out of the hole, so he finally gets the club and knocks the shit out of him and pretty much kills him. Um, he pulls him out of the hole so that the, they're safe. They don't want him to leave, of course, because that's their dad, their father. Father, don't go. Uh, he's like, look, I got to go, guys. I got to help my buds. got to help my bros. It's all about my bros, baby. Dudes to being dudes. 
And uh, he's like, I'll be back, I promise. Uh, he continues to run, and he tackles one of uh, Zero Wolf's dudes here. And uh, Pittsburgh Steelers sign this guy, because goddamn, that's a tackle. Yeah. Oh, he fucking Goldbergs him. He fucking <laughs> fucks him up. Uh, Jaguar Paul continues uh, through these guys. He fights a little more. Uh, he starts to fight with this certain individual. Come come to further on down the story here. His name is Middle Eye, who he's fighting here. And he is going to be one of Jaguar Paul's biggest foes here. So they kind of get into a hand-to-hand here, and he pretty much gets Middle Eye up against a tree, and Middle Eye pulls out his knife, and Jaguar Paul's about to just turn the knife. He turns the knife on him and pretty much fucking kills him. Yeah. Zero Almost kills him, but Zero Wolf comes in, gets Jaguar Paul by the fucking throat, and pretty much like, I want this dude tied up because he's, he's fucking chonk. Look at that crap. So Middle Eye uh, gets saved there from old uh, Jaguar Paul. Uh, so they tie him up. Middle Eye's kind of pissed off because Zero Wolf won't let him just kill Jaguar Paul. Uh, lo and behold, they also tie up Flint Sky, Jaguar Paul's father. And uh, they're both kind of laying on the ground here, and Jaguar Paul makes the ultimate mistake. Mm-mm. of apologizing to his dad and uh middle eye this catches his attention so and some of some of the best acting here i think just the way that he's kind of slumping around and walking here middle eye uh, he 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 is the best actor in the movie i think so i, I think. think that's why he got to cover so Oh, that's him on the cover? Yeah, that's Middle Eye, not a... Uh, oh, shit, I, I didn't even uh, think otherwise. Okay. So, uh... uh yeah, the, the scene later on the cliffside, I think, establishes, like, for sure, his, his range. Mm-hmm. From being, like, menacing as hell while they're hanging there, and then, well, we'll get to it. But easily the best actor. Zero Wolf pretty much tells Middle Eye, like, look, we need to bring these guys back. Don't be fucking, pretty much don't be fucking killing them all. Uh, Middle Eye, and then Zero Wolf kind of goes off. Middle Eye stands uh, Flint Sky up here. Uh, he goes and he rips off his necklace, throws it down towards Jaguar Paul, and he slits, well, Middle Eye's, our. Jaguar Paul's father says, my son, don't be afraid. He tells him not to be afraid. And this is when Middle Eye slits his throat. And we get a great shot here of just a slight camera fading up into the trees real quick. And uh, Flint's guy looking up, which I thought was great. He well, falls he doesn't down. Even, doesn't even really react either. He just oh, kind of, st- yeah. Takes it like a fucking champ, bro. Yeah, dude. Stone cold. Like, if this is something slit in your throat, this is the way you probably should be going. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. <laughs> uh, of course, this uh, tears the heart out of young Jaguar Paul, seeing his own father killed right in front of him. 
Uh, Middle Eye leans down and he says, almost, to Jaguar Paul. And uh, he takes his uh, club here and he hits him in the face with it. And he pretty much explains to Jaguar Paul that this is his new nickname. So he's nicknamed Jaguar Paul almost. Uh, we cut to... What a to... fucking burn, dude. Mm-hmm. This was actually put in by Mel Gibson because I guess somebody named him that early in his childhood, I guess. That's from what I read, at least. So that's why he added it in here. Mel Gibson almost? <laughs> well, just like almost, you, you're not good enough, but almost, you know? Like... You're not. You're still kind of mediocre. Oh, like you're you're almost as fanatical as your father. <laughs> you're almost as racist as me. <laughs> I'm almost a Mayan warrior. <laughs> I believe ten percent of World War Two happened. So we cut to Jaguar Paul. He wakes up to some screaming. Uh, this is Blunted's woman. She's being harassed by some of uh, Zero Wolf's dudes. Uh, he's pretty much losing his mind over there because she's fighting him. She bites him. And then they eventually just kind of take her off and he kind of loses it. Uh, Jaguar Paul is right next to the sinkhole that he put his wife and kid in. So he's constantly looking over there. Um being the smart Mayans that they are, one of them notices that he keeps looking over there. So he goes over there to investigate to see what's going on. He find the, he finds the rope. He cuts it to make sure, you know, he, he figures out that somebody's down there, but I mean, he's not going down there to fuck with them. I think he throws a giant rock in there, which hits the, hits the kid in the leg. He kind of starts crying, but she covers his mouth. And they kind of hide. That was one of the most, like, just brutal parts. Just you cut the rope and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, he knows that somebody's in there, but, you know, he's not. I ain't got time for that shit. Anytime in a movie, whenever they do something like somebody gets hit or cut and they can't make a noise, it hits me. So, like, that rock or whatever that falls down and hits the kid. And she's got to cover it up. Man. It takes me back to this uh, episode of uh, Batman the Animated Series. Where there was like this like sewer dude who had all these kids. Like these orphans. And this little like thieve army. And he's got yeah, them yeah. like doing work and shit for him. And one of them cuts their leg with a hoe. And they have to be like completely silent or the guy tortures them. And this yeah. Like the kid's like hey quiet. And like wraps up his leg. It's fucked with me ever since. So when this shit hit and landed, hit the kid, man, I was like, oh man, I feel bad for him. Quiet, I little, guy. That, little guy. I think that bad guy is named the Rat King in Batman, isn't it? He might be. Yeah, it might almost, be. Looked yeah, like a rat. I yeah, but that. I, I, I didn't want to say because I thought there were. There's multiple fucking sewer dudes. In, Crocodile. Yeah. yeah. Showing our age. King Croc. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, uh, Zero Wolf and his guys, they're ready to 
take off. So they start walking out. Jaguar Paul sees the rope being pulled into the the sinkhole. I guess his his wife is pulling it to see if it's still there. Uh, we got all the children from the village here. They follow. Uh, we cut to Zero Wolf saying they're moving out uh, to one of the other guys, and he has uh, the people we saw in the beginning that were pet just passing through. They have all been tied up as well. So now we have two sets of villagers, prisoners with Zero Wolf, who he's going to be taking on this journey with them. Uh, we get one of Zero Wolf's boys. He comes through with a swelled up eye and he cuts his eye to make it open again. Um, this turns out to be Zero Wolf's son. We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking cool, right? Like, mm-hmm. did any Could of you... your dads ever cut your guys' eyes open? Like, no. Well, not to look, not to relieve any kind of swelling. They just blacken mine, like, just to strengthen you. Yeah, my mine just did it to make me tougher. <laughs> I mean, I think if you're gonna blacken your kid's eye, at least later that night, go in and cut it with a knife so he can open his eye. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and give him the speech about how you know. Sometimes I get like that, and your mom pisses me off, and work sucks, and, you know. I drink a little too much. Yeah, you'll understand when you're older that you got to beat your kid to make yourself feel better. Um, anyway, uh, this the guy was called the Sewer King, and then there was a ba- there's a Batman villain named the Rat Catcher, so I think we were mixing the two. But, but either way, Kron, right up your alley. Yeah. Well, I, I obviously made the villain I wanted when I said it was the Rat King. <laughs> a Rat King, that's when multiple rats get stuck together, right? Yeah, it's like all their tails get all knotted up and they <laughs> form like a giant rat thing. Mm-hmm. There was a deleted scene from Eyes Wide Shut that they called the Rat King. This had to do with the orgy? Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Did they get all their tails all twisted up together? Yeah. But they had to take it out in CG to avoid an NC-17. Yeah, they had to put a bunch of uh, just butts in front of it. <laughs> Lost my spot because I just got hard. All right, guys. The prisoners, they continue to walk. They're like tied to some bamboo sticks. which looks like their hands and like their, around their neck. It looks pretty uncomfortable if you ask me. Oh, for this sure. Would be the shitty part of. There's that. no real way to get out of that. Nah, it's just kind of. Well, plus, they're surrounded by zero wolf's dudes who, tenfold. There's tons of them. So, guys, they just start walking through the fuck jungle. Children are still following. Uh, Middle Eye is harassing one of the prisoners there on the end of Jaguar Paul's uh, get up there. Uh, he's kind of fallen out. He kind of starts choking himself. I think he starts to choke himself to kind of kill himself because he doesn't want to fucking go through this shit. And Zero Paul's kind of fucking with him, touching his rib that's sticking out of his side and all that. Uh, I thought he was dying because of the wound in his... He's got like a big hole in his stomach. He's fucked up, but I think I think the, he was trying to choke himself. The guy on the end with his broken rib sticking out? Yeah. 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 Okay, just making sure we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, he's trying to fucking get out of this because he knows he's dragging them down. 
which middle eyes like Jaguar Paul are almost who he calls. And he's like, you're going to have to work a lot harder now because this guy's fucking not up to par. Uh, we cut to a phenomenal scene of Zero Wolf leading the prisoners and his men across a raging river on foot. Fucking badass shot. Uh, we cut back to the cave. Yeah, we Jaguar. haven't really talked about this, the digital use on this. Like, this uh, is still pretty early. Like, this is post-collateral. But th- I feel like this digital fucking holds up. I don't know how it looked on for you guys, but... I think it looked looks fucking pretty, great. Pretty good. I mean, I think it's... Uh, like, this was shot on film, though, right? And then they did some kind of post-digital on the back end. Oh, I would have thought this was all digital. I think he he only did a few. I know the waterfall is it's it's real waterfall, but he got Jaguar Paul jumping like multiple times and just overlaid it. I think. Oh, I just meant on like how they actually filmed the movie. I thought this was shot on film. I thought I read. Oh, that. okay, that's impressive as hell because. At times, it looked like, oh, this is obviously digital. And he did that for the purposes of, you know, being able to get tighter and quicker. It looks like it was... There's got to be some because... Yeah, this this just says definite... shot, shot on film and digital. So oh, okay. It seems okay. like he composited some stuff together. Okay. I could definitely see, like, the sacrifice scene and a few other sequences... That are that are film, but there's absolutely a lot of the 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 action sequences you can tell are are digital. Yeah. Okay. It all works together. So. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't see no. like a definite difference from Mm-mm. one to the next. It's not like where you watch Collateral and you get to the club scene and you're like, oh, we're back on film now. This mm-hmm. seems weird. Okay. All right, we cut back to uh, the sinkhole here where Jaguar Paul's wife and child are. Um, She's closing her son's wound with ant heads, guys. Like, how fucking cool is that? It's cool, Mm -hmm. but how do you fake this? (laughs) You don't, right? Those are real ants that they're just fucking He really cut that kid's leg open, yeah. Oh, that I'm fine with. (laughs) <laughs> oh you're worried about the ants yeah that kid's parents signed it a oh fuck the answers suck trillions of ants on this world we can do without six we're an anti-ant podcast uh, I'm gonna pick phase four for this podcast and we'll see where you land <laughs> anti well, I guess that would make you more anti, but <laughs> you'd be fighting a losing battle is all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't do that because Bones will make us watch Starship Troopers. All right, I'm going to write down bug movies. Dan, you fucked up one of my categories last week, so <laughs> get ready for ants. <laughs> you can have bugs, bug movies. I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, watching all the poly V's 
is absolutely one of my goals on this show. We can't. RoboCop's a five-star banger. That's a, Yeah. But it wasn't on the list. We'll do another list. We're doing this anyway. until we die. Prisoners, they're walking along uh, some bluffs now after they've got uh, out of the river here. Um, one of the weaker, the weaker guy that uh, Middle Eye was fucking with, he slips off the edge and kind of pulls another, I think it's Jaguar Paul, off. So they're just hanging over this cliff yeah. or this bluff while the other two are, or other five or six are on this bamboo pole still on the path. So this makes Jaguar Paul have to work super hard to get back onto the trail alongside this bluff. And of course, middle eye, uh, some of, of uh, his gang tries to help him pull him back on, but he says, no, let's see what happens. Well, Jaguar Paul has to work pretty hard, but that guy blunted, the blunted as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's got to like hook his leg into a bunch of roots or something. And so they don't actually, he's third on the, on the thing and he doesn't actually start getting choked as he's hanging off of it. So yeah, they work together, him and Blunted, and they uh, they finally well, get. Blunt, Blunted's at the front. Is he? Yeah, he's he at no, he's at the very front. Okay. So he's actually he's holding up five or six guys behind him. He's a strong motherfucker. Yeah. All right, so uh, they're all struggling. They finally pull him back onto the path. Uh, middle eye. Kind of makes some snide-ass comments, and uh, the guy that fell off, he just cuts him off and pushes him down the fucking, off the bluff. And we get a nice little upper shot of him just falling away. Uh, Zero Wolf stops and comes back and gets onto Middle Eye again and asks what the fuck he's doing. Stop killing people. And, uh... He pretty much is like, you know what, I'm sick of your shit, let's do this. Like, let's fight right now. Uh, middle eye kind of just sits there and makes no move at all. Just kind of looks at him. Uh, he says, don't let any more go. We need these. We're taking them to, you know, a certain spot. We cut back to the cave. Skyflower is, uh, the name of Jaguar Paul's wife. She's doing some singing. Uh, we get a nice little shot, a pan up shot of them both laying in the cave sleeping. Uh, we cut back to Zero Wolf and his guys are now camping that night with the prisoners. This is when Zero Wolf allows his son to come and hang out with them. Uh, he also gives him his knife and said he's become a man today. So, good for him. Way to go. Their knives look cool, too. They're like that stone that's been cut down real thin and then it's like kind of yeah. dimpled on the on the outsides of it. I was going to say, it almost looks like a flint, kind of. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was wondering if maybe that's why they called uh, Jaguar Paul's dad Flint Sky. Yeah. Like, what's a black material? Thinking like from Sky Obsidian or something. Yeah. You know, it's got like a cool mythic, like, so when he hands the knife over, you're like, man, that's a fucking badass knife with like a white yep. hilt and everything. Yeah. And it's sharp as hell because when he cuts his eye, like it's implied that like the thing is razor sharp. He barely has to, to touch him. 
the arrows and shit later on look badass too. Mm-hmm. All the weapons look awesome. Yeah. I feel uh, like this movie like appeals to the like eight to ten year old where it's like, oh, those are cool fucking weapons, dude. Yeah. Oh, the club later on. Mm-hmm. The ten I'm towards 36. like the last little. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I mean like you remember when you were ten, being like, "What a cool fucking sword!" When I seen RoboCop's gun, I was like, "I want that." Yeah. We cut back, or we pan over to uh, Jaguar Paul and Blunted. They're kind of talking. Uh, Jaguar Paul is pretty much swearing revenge. Blunted's kind of uh, still pissed off about his lady and hoping that she, you know, had. He knows what happened to her, but she, she, or he just hopes that she fought. And he's like, she did. We we watched her, you know. Uh, we kind of hear some thunder a little bit. He looks up and uh, Jaguar Paul says, don't rain. Uh, I think, does Blunted want to kill himself here or? I got the, I'm not sure what he was saying. He's basically there. like, I'm going to, I'll find out soon. Cause they got the, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say they, they, when they're trying to kind of reassure him, they say like, you know, she's there waiting for you. And he says, well, I'll find out today. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll find out if she's there and if she fought. So I don't, well, I didn't take it as he's going to kill himself as much as he's like, I'm not get, I'm not going out of this without fighting. Okay. That's what I was going to get to, too. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I took it as him being like, I am a hundred percent sure I'm going to die. But if I can take out five or six of these dudes with me, then that's that'll be all do. right. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, it's set up in such a uh, awesome way because he, the first five minutes of the movie, he's the loser. He's everybody, mm-hmm. like everybody's making fun of him and shit. And by this point, you're immediately like on his side. I say at this point, you're immediately. That doesn't make any sense. But you've gone through like him being pranked, his wife being raped in front of him, him showing him an immediate like or awesome amount of strength. And then by this point, I think the film does a great job of, like, is that just Jaguar Paul's movie? You know, you get to you get like some awesome world like world building with with other characters, and by this point, it's like the apex of of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I would watch, I would watch like three sequels with Jaguar Paul and Blunted, bro. Yeah. Well, I feel like even with the bad guys you get some kind of development too because there's that part where after the dude cuts the guy off and throws him off the cliff uh zero wolf is like don't fucking do that again (laughs) yeah yeah so it's like definitely a hierarchy amongst them as well you know and the relationship of zero wolf and his son is cool Mm -hmm. you're like okay zero wolf is he just doing his job like he's genuinely proud of his kid, and the kids like. Well, it's still tribe, I, you know. Yeah, you know, like it, in no way is Zero Wolf like trying to torture these people. He's mm. like, like we're taking them back for a purpose. So. And talk about two great fucking villains. You get Middle Eye and Zero Wolf. I mean. Oh, it's it's Carl and Hans. What movie is that from? Uh, um, 
Chicken Run? Yeah, Chicken Am- Run. Amsterdam. <laughs> it's the movie that we all want to watch this like this season, but we're not allowed to now because it's like sort of cool to shit on it. I put it on the it's, other day, dude. It's not a Christmas movie, bitch. It is a Christmas movie. Fucking idiots. He's there, there for a Christmas party. Shout out to Graveyard Goods. They just released some diehard uh, merchandise. Bones, check that out. Okay. All right, we cut to the next morning. These guys are already on the move. Uh, we got a giant fucking tree that just comes down here. And uh, this is where I'm going to start giving Mel Gibson the credit, or some credit at least, to where he wasn't uh, historically accurate on what a lot of people said for the reviews. But uh, this is a deforestation and uh, you know capitalism and all that business coming in, in into that era, era, that point in time, and and we're gonna see that. I'll point that out as we go on. Uh, nice little. Uh, uh, reference here from what Zero Wolf says. Did anybody catch that? Hey, hey I'm, walking, I'm here. walking here. I'm, wa- I'm fucking walking here. Rizzo the rat. Um, There's another really modern joke um, towards the end of the movie too. With the uh, he would have he would have wanted me to have it. If you recall, like Jaguar Paul kills somebody. And they're like rummaging through his body. I felt like that was a pretty oh, okay. like. I mean, the blowjob joke is probably the most modern thing. Hell yeah! Yeah. I mean, BJ's—they've happened all through history. Right? Yeah, man. So some stuff's I, universal we, bones. We say that, but how fucking rank would people's genitals be back then? Eh, you know. You got a freshwater supply. At least these tribes, their junk is kind of open. You know, it breathes throughout the day. They're used to the oral in the wild west, buddy. That shit ain't happening. (laughs) Cowhide all day, shit like that. Oh, we got one of Zero Wolf's guys. He's poking a sick kid. You're telling me a cowboy never got a (laughs) blowjob? I'm sure that he had to pay extra for it. Maybe that's why they made him take a bath first. Yeah, yeah, probably. Soaking this horse trough before. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got one of Zero Wolf's guys. They're poking this sick kid with, uh, with a stick. And like I said, give Mel some credit here because sickness is another reason for the demise of the Mayan people as well. Did she have time. the plague? I don't know. Syphilis, I believe, was the main corporate culprit of uh what the spanish brought along with guns so those were the two big ones that killed off a lot of the mayan people but how would syphilis be there before i uh, yeah well like i said this one we have to wait to the end to find out what you going fucked on it now, up Mel. Yes. yeah but yeah sickness is one of the big ones uh they're pretty much telling this little girl to keep away Okay, Dude's I'm glad kinda... you said that. She, he's poking her with a stick to keep her away. I, yeah, he's the way sick. you said it was like he's, he's just well, toying he... with her and poking her the... boils and shit. <laughs> the group mentions that she's got the sickness whenever they kind of walk up in her little area. 
So that's why he's poking her with the stick to keep her away from the rest of the, the group and their prisoners there. Uh, she gives a hard ass stare down to, to Jaguar Paul there. And he kind of just walks by, uh, looks at her. Uh, I think this is a great scene here where she delivers a message of, uh, beware of the, uh, beware the darkness of the day. Do you know how you will die? Beware the man who brings the Jaguar. Uh, he's with us now. She goes on to a little more stuff as well, but she pretty much warns him that, Hey, your shit's fucked. coming. <laughs> yeah. The, it loses a bit of a punch though because of the dub. It's almost like somebody in their twenties is delivering the speech. Yeah, it's not. I did notice It's not that quite well. her. Which don't get me wrong, it might be hard to have an eight-year-old girl deliver this fucking terrifying uh, poem, but <laughs> nonetheless, I like the uh, the wordage here of what she says. Yeah. And it does come true. Uh, he also goes into something he will ri- rise from the ground, uh, muddy and black and, and stuff like that. So uh, she pretty much warns him that uh, there's somebody within their prisoners that is going to bring the Jaguar, guys. Uh, we're going to cut to the lime fields here. This is the white substance that all these guys are covered in is lime. Thank you. I wrote down, are they working at a salt mine? <laughs> no, it's lime. This is another uh, example of capitalism and mass production coming in as well. Uh, Jaguar Paul asks where they're going. This doesn't is the it, guy. It just doesn't, it doesn't match up immediately that Mel Gibson would be making a movie about deforestation, capitalism, and, and overproduction. Like, it seems... He's well, such a is, conflicting guy. Like it, that's what makes the whole thing. It's there though. It's uh, the history of the Mayans. It's not like he he knew that that's kind of what happened for the decline of their civilization. So, and like I said, I'm giving him credit because he does add this in. It's just in small little chunks. Right. Well, and and it builds up as you go with Jaguar Paw up to you know the city center like that's what he's showing you 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 start with the fear you start with the the hunting camp you know then you get the deforestation the sickness that so it it is a cool i'm just saying for what we know of mel gibson personally right he doesn't seem like a guy who would make a movie about like yeah you know like it fucked up the mayans you know He's doing a, all this com- shit that we're doing right now. We got to stop it. He's a conflicted dude. Yeah. Well, he did have a co-writer. So this shit it might have been yeah. that guy. <laughs> like, like if you told me Apocalypto was Bernie Sanders' favorite movie, I'd be like, yeah. Duh, action-packed, bro. Yeah. It's about a man who just wants to take care of his family, and he's getting fucked over by a system that's just destroying the planet, and uh, <laughs> and is just in uh, ever involved in war. Like, it, uh, we can't do this shit. <laughs> Give these people a decent wage, and they won't have to be wading through shit. And- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, these are lime fields. Um, so, what they say is that these guys that work... You mean to them- tell me that the, a family, a man trying to 
take care of his family and work in a lime field. Ladies and gentlemen, Bernie Sanders, y'all. Nah, that's all right. I'm going to do the cron wave and move out of He almost had a little bit of a, a Dracula thing going there for a second. Uh, I want Francis. to give you health care. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we're, we're talking about the Mayan civilization, not Romania. Um, yeah, this is lime. So, and I guess what, what they say with these guys is that whenever these guys worked in this lime field, they were pretty much fucked. Like you didn't want to go near these guys cause you would get fucking sick as well. That's why you got some of them coughing up blood and shit as they're walking through. Oh, um, I believe it. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine breathing in lime dust all day is good for your body. <laughs> nah, it's probably not. Uh, Jaguar Paw asks where they're going. This is the Do same guy. you have guy. mesothemioma? <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy's name? I don't know. The fucking like, old cowboy guy. I'm riding this horse. Cause... Oh, that was for diabetes, though, right? <clears throat> Wilford Brimley for what? diabetes. Wilford <laughs> okay, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. I'm thinking of the guy in the mesothemioma. I'm probably saying that wrong. How will this Mesothemia? affect me? Mesothemioma? How will this affect my loved ones? Call now for a brochure. <laughs> Were you exposed to asbestos or yeah. asbestos products? Did you build carriers for the U.S. Navy between 1944 <laughs> and 1962? Did they not give you proper respirations? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jaguar Paul asks where they're going. This is the same guy that uh, asked to pass whenever at the beginning of the film. He said that they, he doesn't really know, but uh, he has been hearing rumors of, it says that there's this place built out of stone, and it's where the earth bleeds. And they continue to uh, move in closer to the, the city here, the city center. Uh, this is where we see a lot of famine and poverty of the people that are around. We see diseased people. Uh, we got kids sifting through uh, what look, it's shit. So the Mayans were a very smart civilization. They did create sewer systems in their their cities. So that's another credit to Mr. Gibson. He's not showing it in detail, but he is showing that, okay, there is a system to get shit and piss out of the, the cities here to show that they were a smart people. Is that that smart? I think I could figure out what's not shit in the street. Well, you, this is the 1500s, and they thought of a system to, you know, I mean, remove that from the city. Up until the last... four, 400 years later in England, they're still throwing it out their fucking second-story <laughs> window. So I, yeah, on the people. <laughs> I, I agree with Dan here. I think what he's trying to – he's at least covering his base to say, like, yeah, they might have been fucking torrential with human sacrifice, but, you know, they had a civilization set up. Uh, so we see a lot of that. We see the uh, the vegetation drought is a big uh, factor as well for the decline of the Mayan civilization as well. But uh, we got it's later, but also you know having thousands of dead bodies right next to your corn <laughs> might <laughs> keep it from growing. I don't know. We get shit out of the uh, the city, but uh, the dead bodies will let them hang around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they had just uh, hung all those guys and let them ejaculate into the dirt, then they could have been eating eating kumquats all day. 
All right, so we continue our walk through the city. Like I said, we're seeing industrialization. We're seeing pollution. Um, all good examples here. Mel Gibson is in one of these scenes in the background, apparently just posing with somebody with a cigar in his mouth. I don't know at what point that is. I tried to look last night kind of in the background, but I, I didn't see anything. I thought you were going to say, because I didn't know about this, I thought you were going to say he was in the background as one of the extras. I was like, nah, he was cultural legit. appropriation, bro. You can't. He had his hat on and his like cigar, and he's like posing with oh, one okay. of the, I think it's one of the lime, like the dudes in white that are all in white. Um, we get the prisoners. They are finally brought into the city center. They are amazed of all the people that are around them and what's going on. This is pretty much like a marketplace. They are painted blue, so that does not help them out here as this movie continues. Well, I, I didn't remember this from the first time I saw well, I remember what this turns into, but at first when they started putting the blue paint all over them, I was like, why are they painting all these guys blue? And then it's just like, you know, a few minutes later, you see the picture on the on the wall, and it's like, oh, shit, that's not very good. <laughs> I feel like a fucking moron. <laughs> Tobias really perked up when he saw this part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you have for your notes as far as the ladies in green, and the uh, the teeth. <laughs> so at this point throughout the movie, you've seen a lot of like bad teeth, you know, just like generic, you know, lack of of oral care. But then when you get into the city center and you see the rich people that all have like the jewels and shit on their teeth, that grossed me out more than. The people with the, the bad, bad teeth. dirty teeth. Yeah. Like, I get braces. My brain processes braces. But, like, how are they getting these jewels to stick in their fucking teeth? It's I don't know what between it... Between them. Yeah. It it really grossed me out. Yeah, It's called just, money, I could, baby. I could take violence. I could take violence all goddamn day. Don't fuck with, with your teeth. Yeah, you just drill a hole right through the tooth and... Put a ruby in there. All right, Zero Wolf, he talks with some dudes uh, about selling their their captives there. Uh, they sell the women first. Uh, we get Blunted's mother-in-law here. Nobody wants her, so they just fucking let her go free. And she kind of sees she kind of sees that Blunted is headed in a different direction, and I think she kind of feels bad there. Um, they take the prisoners into a, a building over there. Uh, this is where they see the the writing on the wall, the paintings and all that of, of showing them their future of what's going to happen to them as they're walking through this hall. Uh, as they go through it, it opens up into a large uh, space and we see uh, the Mayan temples that are built up into the air. They're so close together. Are you talking about COVID reasons? No, I mean the temples. Like the temple, it's like stupid how close they are together. <laughs> well, yeah, those other guys are rocking out on the other side. Yeah, but they, it almost loses their impact. I don't what know, you, dude. I think this know? is my favorite. Like, 
the camera work with all oh. this is oh it's incredible I, i'm just saying i fucking the, love it i'm like spread these fucking things out a little bit like, <laughs> yeah but do you do you, you want to see what's going on do you want to have to walk a mile down the road to get to the next temple i mean that's true and i guess i'm not taking those steps bones i'm yeah. not taking those steps you don't want to dig that your shoe your uh your shit gutter longer than you have to i guess <laughs> All right, so these people are all gathered here um, going fucking nuts. So we kind of pan up to what's going on at the top of these temples, and we got a priest here. He is sacrificing humans and uh, for the gods. And uh, we got some great colors here. We got great costumes, everything here. Really nice. I like, uh, I like all this. I'm liking this. Hair is looking wild, too. Some of those hairdos. Yeah, I'm saying, like, uh, fuck snake draft. I think uh, Loser gets one of these haircuts. That's what I'm saying. Dude, I cannot imagine the maintenance. <laughs> Just for All the of zero, zero Wolf's guys, that, no way. No way. I can't keep my lines fucking right. In modern <laughs> times... You gotta have a good barber. He's gonna charge you like fifty God bucks a damn. session. All right, so he's throwing heads down these stairs. There's blood rolling everywhere. These people are going fucking nuts. They're dancing. They're loving every second of it. Uh, these are all the Mayan superpowers here, uh, high society, as we'll say. Uh, Zero a wolf uh, gets them all the way up to one of the. Um, temples there and he makes a blood offering of his own he cuts his hand and puts it on the ground so he's allowed to be up there uh, we got the priest here he makes a speech to the city uh, he said a great a great p- plague has infested our crops sickness is spreading uh, it's making us weak uh, we are people of destiny uh, mighty uh, I'm going to try this here Ku Klan. Uh, he wants us to sacrifice uh, to make our people more more prosperous. So uh, he brings up the next guy, uh, stabs him, takes out his heart. He gives it to one of the medicine witch doctor guys over there who's going crazy and all that. Um, the Aztecs, or not the Aztecs, but the Mayans did practice human sacrifice. But it was not on this level. It was very minute. Uh, the Aztecs, like they did it on more, the street. Yeah, it was just smaller uh, not gatherings. That high up. Yeah, it wasn't the whole city going nuts and none of that stuff. It wasn't a display. It wasn't a celebration. The Aztecs are more setting it up for everybody in a more giant display of human sacrifice. And that's where Gibson takes a lot of uh, slack whenever okay. they were talking about the movie. Yeah, well, it looked really cool. So. It looks great. It looks fucking badass. So Sometimes you got to make that tough yep. decision. Mm-hmm. It's Hollywood, baby. It's Hollywood. God forbid we insult any Aztecs. We haven't got their story. Let him make the Aztecs movie yeah. as well. Well, sure. I say that. I know there's... There's people of Aztec descent, but I please hope I please hope my my joke was uh, uh, 
taken as those a thousand years ago committing human sacrifice, not the people that are the descendants and um, good members of society. What do you think of this little fat kid running around? Uh, he gets he gets put in his place when he's trying to uh, mess with fight. the uh, the royal uh, robe there. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, it made me think about like got like the witch doctors and shamans, you know, of any culture. Like the dude that picks it up off the coals after they throw it on. Yeah, them. just guys that are just bullshitting. Oh yeah, they're just talk about imposter syndrome, right? Because like we're, I'm bringing this up as us understanding that all this shit is bullshit, right? But there's no, like, mystical world. But there's tens of thousands of years of guys just pretending to, like, let's re- consult the bones or let me roll my eyes back and Maybe pretend we haven't got to into, read the smoke. We haven't got into human sacrifice yet. We don't know, man. Maybe. Well, but I think even, even this guy doing the sacrifice is right because... The one thing I know about the Mayans is they had a pretty good calendar. They probably knew when an eclipse was going to happen. So you you would probably be betting on, like, I think the sun will come back, and I can say our God has blessed us at this point. Right. Oh, I'm ta- I was thinking about the guy in the back. Mm-hmm. Or is that who you're talking about? Because, like, the I guy— just, I guess I mean even the guy at, like, the top of this thing is kind of— suspect in my opinion of like the priest you probably know when an eclipse will happen and oh okay if you can figure out a way to have that benefit you then okay so he's buying it he's buying his time Mm -hmm. okay pulling shit out of his ass okay but i'm thinking about just the older guy in the back who's like eyes were in the back of his head like i think that's just pretending to because it it, wasn't the king I don't know. It's got to be a mental illness, right? It's the same people that are going into hotels with fucking cell phones and saying, shit, speak to me, spirit. <laughs> right? You're either, you either have a mental illness or you're openly bullshitting. So, which mm-hmm. is worse. All right. So they're going off. Everybody's loving this shit. Throwing heads down, then their bodies, and then tossing them. People are loving it fucking concert baby it's like tool came to town or something uh jaguar paul and this gang they're getting pretty fucking nervous watching all this shit um they pull in uh what the fuck is his name not smoke frog but the other guy crooked no not blunted the other one crooked uh something i don't know he's in my notes they pull him up this is where we get the upside down shot whenever they they put him on where he's looking at everybody and uh, they cut him. He cuts out his heart and it's still beating with this one. Uh, we cut back to the cave Skyflowers. Uh, she's having a moment as well. Uh, she's starting to go into a little bit of labor here, gentlemen. So that's a little quick shot. We cut back to Jaguar Paul and the gang. Uh, they pull out Jaguar Paul next. Blunted pretty much says goodbye to him, like, see you on the other side, bro. And Jaguar Paul's like, I'm not going yet, guys. Not tonight. So he lays on the sacrifice table, and then all of a sudden, the fucking sun is eclipsed in darkness, gentlemen. And this is a sign. Everybody starts freaking out. Everybody stops. We got the priest here. 
he announces that Kubla Khan is this a solar or a lunar eclipse? This is a solar eclipse. Yeah, because the sun is covered up during the day. That's what it means. Lunar would be the at night. Sun when the sun is, is the one being eclipsed. Okay, thank you. The moon has now eclipsed the sun. The angel has spread its wings. Yes. All right. Uh, the priest announces that... Uh, the time has come for better things. Better things. Uh, Kublai Khan has drank enough, has drank his fill of blood and is satisfied. Uh, so let's just pray to him that he gives us our, our light back, which, of course, the moon does pass the sun and the light comes back. So Jaguar Paul and the rest of the gang gets spared because of this, guys. Timing. What timing? Mm-hmm. I guess uh, if you got to show up at a sacrifice, this is that's the, the optimal. Yep. Yeah. Can we wait another month? Uh, Zero Wolf pretty much asked the priest, what about the captives? Uh, he says, dispose of them. And uh, we're going to dispose of some pee into the toilet because we're going to take a pee break, gentlemen. Cool. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Five Day Rentals podcast. We're covering Apocalypto from 2006 right now. Uh, If you're just now listening, uh, go back to the beginning. Come on. Uh... We got some Jaguar Paul. He's fucking badass. Uh, some invaders come, take him prisoner. They <laughs> take him to a city, rolling heads, crazy stuff. We're going on from there. All right, we cut back to uh, Jaguar Paul and the captive captives there. They um, run them through a tunnel and they come out into an open area. Uh, Zero Wolf here is prepared for this. He rolls out all his weapons of mass destruction there uh he tells middle eye to release them all uh they're very confused jaguar paul and his gang and uh he's like you're free and he kind of points he's it's a long run it's of sand and stuff like that and then there's some dead crops and uh middle wolf says your jungle it's just beyond those crops. If you can make it, like, good luck. So uh, he sends two out, and uh, Zero Wolf and his gang there, they just start tossing fucking spears, arrows, rocks. I think Blunted is in with this this group as, as well. Yeah. Uh, it, I thought it was Blunted and the guy from that was, uh, that was passing pot. through in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, those two run out. Like I said, spears, arrows, they're throwing rocks, just trying to hit these guys to, to kill them pretty much. It's just to turn it into a game. Uh, uh, Zero Wolf also needed a finisher at the very end, so he sent out his boy volunteered to to be the finisher to pretty much kill them if they hit them. Well, the, these first two guys do basically run a straight line too, which... Yeah, is- no zigzag. Yeah, the worst thing you could do. Yeah. But they are also the first, like, people doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. That is sort of the bummer. You uh, want to be I the mean, very last. 
Jaguar Paul and the next guy instantly learn from this mistake. Yeah. Like they start zigging and zagging right away, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. So as Blunted is is running, trying to get there, he is hit by a spear and goes down. Uh, Jaguar Paul and another guy are up next. Yeah, like I said, like Kron said, they start zigzagging, which is a smart move. Uh, although his partner there, he takes an arrow right through his head. It comes out of his mouth. So they get him pretty good. Uh, Zero Wolf, he hits Jaguar Paul with a uh, arrow. Pretty good shot there. Um, so he goes down. The finisher, who is... Uh, Zero Wolf's son, he comes over to Jaguar Paul to finish him off to kill him. Uh, Blunted is still alive, and he gets a hold of Zero Wolf's son. And Jaguar Paul has pulled the arrow out of him, or broke it off out of him. And this is what he hits Zero Wolf's son with, right up through the fucking neck. And uh, kills him. Pretty much just basically spreading any sort of communicable disease that he has, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's what he died of a really fast acting disease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't clean the arrows first. No, they uh, did nothing of, of um, Lysol wipes, if only. Society could have been. Um, Zero Wolf sees his son go down after uh, Jaguar Wolf has stuck it to his son. And uh, this pisses him off. So he rushes over to Jaguar Paw. Uh, Zero Wolf uh, immediately goes to his son. He pretty much tells him to go to sleep. Uh, he dies. And uh, Zero Wolf is pretty pissed off so he decides he's going to chase jaguar paul along with his gang uh we cut to jaguar paul running zero wolf is of course following uh jaguar paul gets through the crops and falls into a mask of grave i guess this is where all the sacrifices are being thrown from the the town square there so at this point you're at like an hour and 20 into the movie yeah the final 50 minutes of this movie is a chase Mm-hmm. It is fucking awesome. <laughs> the final 50 minutes of this movie is Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a car chase movie, but obviously without the cars. It's like a Die Hard, but like the building is like a, a, a only a 2D jungle. Guys, I gave you the greatest boat chase. Now I'm giving you the greatest Mayan chase. It's the best chase. The chase. It's the best chase. Our chases are the best. Yeah, but you also gave us nothing but trouble. So. And the brain. Don't forget. All right. So he climbs up. Um, we got to eat our vegetables this- too, Kron. <laughs> <laughs> he falls into this mass grave and. Uh, most kills in five day Reynolds history? Am I am I rocking that title now? Most bodies. Yeah, that's we didn't see all those guys get killed. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take I'll take the award. Thank you. I'd like to thank my mom. 
for not aborting me. Thank you. Um, I think flesh and blood's got to have the most kills, right? Uh, Death Wish 3 is a movie we covered. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It gives a, I mean, and then fucking Halloween kills. Yeah, that's true. Motherfucker kills, well. what, 45 people? Shit. I do have a body count at the end of this, which okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure. Um, all right, the chase continues, guys. Like Bones says, yes, this turns into a pure chase movie, and it's fucking glorious. Um, Jaguar Paul, he climbs, he runs, he keeps running. He's He runs a whole goddamn day, 24 hours, it seems like. Uh, but he decides to climb into a tree to hide, and uh, Zero, Wolf, and his gang, they kind of pass by. But, of course, he was hit by an arrow, so uh, he's also painted blue. That doesn't help him as well. So as uh, Zero Wolf and his gang are going dabba by. Dabba dee, dabba die, and dabba dabba dee, dabba So we can tie that to France, because they're from France, which is pretty close to Italy. We're getting there. Okay. Uh, a beautiful part of this movie, uh, a drop of blood falls from a leaf right onto the back of middle middle eye there as they're running by. Uh, Jaguar Paul moves onto his stomach to kind of adjust into tree. And of course, guys, baby Jaguar, every time I climb a tree. Just baby cute as hell. That baby Jaguar is cute as hell, man. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, did Bean jump up onto the closer to the TV when he when she seen all this? I don't know where she was. I don't think she was watching the movie with me. <laughs> Bruce and Murphy do not react to anything at all on the really? screen. To animals? Yes. Not Bruce? even like a doorbell? No. Really? No, with the with the crazy storms the Midwest got hit with this weekend, Murphy kind of reacted a little bit. But Bruce will just sit, he'll lay on your chest and just, he doesn't give a shit. Speaking of Bean, it looks like Kron's having to ramble him up. Yeah. Did you just have to take care of Bean? Yeah, I put my computer on this little stool that she sleeps on. Oh, So I was like, oh shit, I better go move that. All right, guys, so yeah, a cute-ass baby jaguar cub is just hanging out in that tree as well. But, of course, with every baby jaguar cub comes a very angry and protective mother jaguar, full-grown. Jaguar wolf immediately hears a bigger roar. (laughs) What was the cat on Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Salem. Salem. That's what this fucking jaguar, when it's laying in the tree, it just looked like a a big Salem. Like the the head movement and then the, the fact that the eyes didn't blink at the same time. I thought that, didn't they use, he, it says he used a real jaguar. Maybe when it was running. But that yeah, that thing it was on like a leash or some yeah, shit. Yeah, that thing that's laying right there on the tree—that's absolutely a puppet. And then it's definitely a hand puppet. 
It's a goddamn that's monster ch- dog. That's baby. chewing into it later. All right, we cut back to Zero Wolf and the gang. They stop running because they realize that this motherfucker could have not got this far. Uh, they're kind of looking around, and then uh, one of them notices the blood spot on the back of uh, Middle Eye's shoulder, and immediately they say he's in the trees. Like, let's spread out. Which is smart, dude. All right, we cut to Jaguar, Paul. Fucking smart as hell, dude. <laughs> Figure that shit out. Yeah, you know, these yeah. guys aren't dumb. No. no but nobody's dumb in this movie. Nope. They're evil. No, you know. Mm-hmm. Of the times, I guess. Uh, we get a scene where he is just being chased by this jaguar. And, you know, that looks like it sucks. Uh, we I, cut back to... I'd probably leather, leather, rather let that jaguar take me out than these assholes who have been fucking up my life the entire movie. Yeah. Because the jaguar is going to go for the kill. Mm-hmm. Don't... Be brave. Don't let fear overtake you, Kron. I'm just saying if my choices are the Jaguar or all these dick bags, <laughs> I'm going Jaguar, dude. Mm-hmm. Be a fitting end. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens if you really get killed by a Jaguar? Like, <laughs> If I do? You bleed yeah. the fuck out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess that's my fate. I don't yeah. know. Why was I f- that close to a jaguar anyway? You never know where life's going to take you, man. You're you're tackled. Maybe two or three seconds of you acknowledging that you're on the ground. It's biting into your uh, neck. It's biting the fuck that. into your neck. And then within maybe 15, 20 seconds, you've lost so much blood, you're no longer conscious. Yeah, I think I think by the time you realize that's a jaguar, you're already yeah about eight seconds shy of passing out. You just now, take the cub for ransom. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Why prolong it? She'll negotiate. Remember you Jeff Dan- Jeff Daniels' face in Speed. When he realizes, like, ah, fuck, we just set the bomb off. Never seen Speed. Hey, Cron, remember yep. Jeff Daniels' face in Speed? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, Dan, Cron, you're me. supposed to say never seen Speed. <laughs> I feel like you're 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 definitely more cool than I am. I don't think you live in in fear. I think you think about things and you process things, but I don't think you Are have it. The anxiety that I have. So, what is your guys' takeaway from this? From the dad who's like, "Eh, just don't live in fear, be cool." To Jaguar, who's kind of like, "Hey, something's kind of fucked up." Like, how do you guys feel about that? Do you guys sort of have a, "I don't want to live in fear because it's not going to get you anywhere," or? Because I'm absolutely in the Jaguar paw camp of what the fuck is going on? Holy shit. Where do those people come from? I got to figure this out. This fucking what sucks. Sh- what a shitty day, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess I'd be more in that camp too, but you also, you know, who lives through this movie? Not the dad. There you go. Okay. Maybe you need a little bit of that in your life to... Son killed dad, though. What? He's got to live with that for... Jaguar Paul killed his dad. But did he... He didn't kill him. The death resulted from... So I had this thought, too. I was wondering, like, is he trying to say, like, sins of the father? Like... A, a child should never apologize for being themselves to their father. Like you've made me this way. Like I was trying to look for that. Like, is there any f- sort of father son thing in that? I don't think there really is, but I think more of just like the generational thing of he, I, I hunted these woods and or this forest and he will hunt this forest and his son after him will hunt this forest, yeah. I guess. But there's also the generational thing of, like, maybe I can't live quite the way the generation before me did. I can't live carefree, or carefree like my father did because, you know, there are other forces at work that maybe he didn't deal with or neglected. Right? Yeah. Well... I mean, we got pretty deep here for a guy getting chased by a jaguar. It's a fucking good movie, dude. You picked this deep-ass movie, yeah. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want? I took you deep into the jungle, all right? All right, we got Zero Wolf. Um, the The group has stopped. They start to hear some, le- uh, some leaves and... And foliage and all that shit will start rustling. And uh, one of the guys says, he's coming right at us. Uh, and they break for Jaguar Paul immediately because they see him. Uh, we got one guy. He finally catches up to him and uh, takes a takes a quick left turn there and starts to chase him. Uh, only to end up on the wrong side of the, uh, the Jaguar right in his path. Uh, dude gets his face ripped off, and uh, in, the jaguar immediately starts going for his neck and brain area. Uh, jaguars very rarely have ever attacked humans, uh, but they do say that Mr. Gibson did a good job here of where the jaguar would attack would be the neck and brain area. Uh, Zero Wolf and his gang, they go... And Whereas my cat likes to attack the uh, groinal uh, crotch area. Ooh. Your cat goes after your groin, dude? No. I, the fucker just it wants Quit to be... sleeping naked. Yeah. It, hey, he's not in that room. When that door shuts and the pants come off, there ain't no cat in there. Yeah, it's like that <laughs> cat's in a slaughterhouse with all that no. meat hanging around. Dude. I'm trying... Slang in there. It's like a toy, bro. I was trying to play Red Dead the other day and he comes in and I'm like, okay, you can kind of, you can get on the lap. That's fine. And then he started like fucking pawing at the controller. And I was like, no, if you want to stay here. So I'm now I'm holding my controller up over by my right shoulder and he just starts to crawl up my chest. So his back legs are in my crotch. He's his head is up by my face. And then finally I was like, get, get, just stop. I paused it. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And as he jumped off, the back legs Scratch. were just right in the crotch. 
Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you have you the... A domestic house cat has the easiest life of any creature ever on the fucking planet. Just wanted to hit them sticks, bro. Mm-hmm. Come on. Pass yeah. them over, dude. Yeah. It's my turn. <laughs> it's like you died like six times. Give me a by try. All, by all means. By all you means. Don't know how to sh- you don't know how to shoot, dude. <laughs> fuck this yeah. game. It's not even on PS5. What the fuck? Wish I had a fucking PS5. I'm so tired of waiting in carts. Verify my account, my ass, Best Buy. We cut to Jaguar, Paul. He's still running. Um, and will continue to run. Yes, for the rest of this movie. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Zero Wolf and his gang. They're explaining, one of the guys is explaining that it's uh, a fucking bad omen to kill a Jaguar. Uh, today, he said, today I saw light become dark, a man run with a jaguar. So he's pretty much going back to what the, the little girl said, uh, there. And there's some other parts that we'll get to that will confirm that. Uh, we cut back to Jaguar Paul. He finds, um, is this a piece of bark? I would, I guess it is that he gets with his teeth there. Mm Mm-hmm. And as he's running, he does shove it into his arrow wound. So that's hardcore. Would any of you guys ever shove something into a wound if you had to? A tampon. Yeah, I guess that was around. Tree bark. If you're in the the wilderness. Tree bark. You'd put tree bark in an open wound you had. Based on this movie? Yeah. (laughs) You'd be like, I've seen Apocalypto. Duh. Yeah. What other sources of information do I have to go off of? The right dude now? in um, the dude in Gladiator chews up some shit and puts it in uh, Maximus's wound for a little bit before they before they uh, they put the maggots in there to eat Tree all the bark. Right. Probably, yeah, that's probably what it was. There's uh, a c- Jackie Chan movie too where he chews up like a leaf and puts it in a wound. Is it Who Am I? Shanghai you, can't, you can't ask me these fucking questions. Shanghai Knights, Kron. Get it we cut right. back. <laughs> we cut back to uh, Zero Wolf. Uh, he's pretty much calling bullshit on this omen, and says he's running because he's scared. <laughs> now let's go fucking kill him. <laughs> uh, so the chase continues. We got some great running in this film, guys. Great. Uh, it turns to night. We're still running. This dude's running all day, baby. We can sign this dude up for track. Or at least crop. Cross country. Yeah, cross country. There you go. Cross jungle, baby. That's even harder. Uh, Jaguar Paul finally stops, uh, but as he's resting, he kind of glances over and sees the torches of uh, Zero Wolf and his gang. The chase continues. Uh, We cut back to the cave. We got two monkeys that are fighting uh, up at the top of the, the... cave uh well what we call it earlier it's a, a hole uh, in the ground hole in the ground sinkhole i think you called it a sinkhole a sinkhole there you go uh one kills one and they fall down uh she kills it with a cron what did we decide it was was a stagmite a lag a what stalactite stalactite okay mm-hmm. We might be wrong on that, guys one grows up and one grows down so two different terms stalactite stalagmite Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a certain way we were able to name them both, but we couldn't 
determine figure which out was which. Which grows up and which goes down. Was I peeing this, at this point? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm a little no buzzed. Ju- I wanted to make sure I didn't completely <laughs> fucking ignore. All right. No, yeah, we there also, was an excuse. Okay. Uh, while you were gone, we also Dan called it a cave. I said it's not really a cave because there's no chambers, and that's how we landed on sinkhole. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, we cut to the next morning here. Uh, the the chase continues. Uh, Zero Wolf's dudes, uh, they stop at some trees. Uh, They see the blue paint uh, that they were covered in when they went to the uh, beheadings over there. Uh, He kind of, one of the Wolf, or Zero Wolf's guys goes over there and and takes a look at this dude. Snake to the fucking neck, guys. (laughs) Smooth's got everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Middle Eye says he's fucked. Uh, so, and Zero Wolf's like, somebody take care of him. Like, we okay. gotta go find this. I got a guy. problem with this scene. Okay. So he says, see him out. He tells one of the guys, see him out, which mm-hmm. I take as help him end it, right? Or just stay with Pro- him till he actually passes. I know. Okay. I, took, I took it as like, cut this dude's jugular. Yeah, and- <laughs> like, yeah, finish him off. The guy just says, like, open up your veins give me your fucking necklace and takes off. I'm like, what is the point? You were ordered, you were ordered to kill your friend. God damn it. I mean, would you guys want me to take you out or would you just be like, do you want me to give you some advice to make your death quicker? I would rather you cut my jugular. If I'm going to be like dying slowly of venom in three or four hours. Okay. I'll remember that. All right, we cut back to uh, Jaguar Paul. Not just cut my jug, like grab my intricate hair and just rip my fucking head off. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't leave till the job's done. I until want you, you to, I want until you you're walking back, away with Live my head. with the yeah. burden of my death. I did it. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> All right, we cut back to Jaguar Paul. <laughs> He's still running, guys. Uh, Arrow uh, goes by. Uh, Zero Wolf and the guys have caught up. Spears, arrows are all being thrown at him. Uh, of course, he dodges these because he's a badass. The chase continues. He gets onto a trail. Gets to the opening of a river. He kind of runs down that. He stops. Uh, of course, there's a waterfall. Uh, he kind of sits there for a moment and... And Jaguar Paul's like, fuck it, dude, I'm jumping. So he runs and he fucking jumps. Um, he kind of falls into the water. Zero, or he does fall into the water, of course. He jumped off the fucking waterfall. But uh, Zero Wolf and his guys are down there looking. They, they're like, oh, he's fucking dead. And then all of a sudden he reappears. And uh, he gets up. He kind of swims over to the the shore I there. I don't He's, care. <laughs> that's like that's like I'm thinking. I didn't hide my wife in a cave. I don't care. You got to aim for like no white, right? On a waterfall, like if you're trying to jump in and you're trying to find like a spot that would be deep enough. Well, how do you know where? Yeah, I guess you would be hard to gauge where rocks are. Yeah, you would want 
the yeah, most calm, right? Point. You wouldn't want fucking rapidy water because that would probably indicate. Yeah, but even calm could have a a big boulder right below it. Oh yeah, I get what you're like saying. Like if if the water isn't moving that quickly over that yeah. section. And then if you're already you you you're not thinking last of the Mohicans already with this movie when you get to the waterfall. You know, you're thinking. Yeah, but you are. I will find you're like, you. Yeah. You're like this is way better. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I'm hey. Jaguar Paul, son of Flint Sky. My father hunt. My father. My father hunted these waters. My father. He waters. was a man. <laughs> Before me, my name is Jaguar Paul. I'm a hunter. This is my forest. Come on, motherfuckers, he yells. Um, There's a doubter among Zero Wolf. (laughs) He kills this guy and just lets him fall down the fucking waterfall because he doesn't want to jump, apparently. Uh, So the rest of them jump. He's like, we can just walk down and get get there. He's like, fuck that. Quit being reasonable. Yeah. Stabs him, lets him go. Uh, then everybody jumps. Rode his body down. <laughs> Used it as like a block, you know. So they all jump. We got one guy. He smashes right into a rock. Yeah, as he, he goes down. head first, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think you should do that. You're really rolling the dice at that point. Uh, so yeah, we cut to Jaguar Paul. He's running, and then he, of course, falls into some fucking quicksand, guys. Starts sinking slowly. He tries to pull himself out with a little uh, vine that's hanging down there, but it just snaps right off. So he sinks. Um, it's a first for us, right? Quicksand? Quicksand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, little sick girl did say he would rise from the ground... In covered blackness. in mud and black. Yeah. And yes, he does rise from it. So her predictions have all come true. All right, where the fuck am I? Um, He does pull himself out. Of course, he starts to run again, guys. But he stops, and he realizes that this is his forest, and he's not fucking scared anymore, all right? Uh, we cut back to Zero Wolf. I'm not his afraid game. anymore, not scared. Uh, his gang, or Zero Wolf and the gang, have all survived the waterfall, and they've uh, come running up on Jaguar Paul. Well, what is that from? I'm not afraid anymore. Donnie Darko. Yeah, that's love right. and fear. I'm not afraid anymore. I haven't seen that shit in years. You're gonna watch it in a few weeks, buddy. Uh, Jaguar Paul is taking advantage of being covered in quicksand and mud, and uh, he throws a fucking hornet's nest at these dudes. Uh, We cut back. Nature's bomb. (laughs) Yeah, baby. I wouldn't fuck with that shit. That's when I'm out. I'm like, nope, I'm done. Uh, We cut back to the the sinkhole here. Skyflower is trying to... uh, Throw one of the stagmites or lagmites or tagmites or whatever up into to Tiny catch tunes. on one of the rocks <laughs> to get out of the cave. 
Uh, we cut back to Jaguar Paul. He's still running. He stops. Uh, I always forget about this when I rewatch this movie. Uh, he just sticks his hand in this hole. And then it cuts to him running again, and he just got a fucking frog. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, he, like, runs by the hole, clocks it, and is like, oh, shit, and runs back. Yeah. It's got everything, guys. Snakes, frogs, swine. What more do you want? Uh, He stops by uh, some spikes on a tree, so naturally he's going to do poison arrow Darts, I guess. They're not really darts, spikes. Uh, we cut back to Zero Wolf and the gang. They're chasing after him again. Uh, one of them falls out because of the hornets. I guess he's allergic. Allergic. Uh, Jaguar Paul runs. He, he runs in circles right here, right? To kind of get him to, for tracking reasons, to get him to go in the opposite way. Is that what I've I noticed here? I don't know. Well, at this, yeah, at this point, he's doubling back, but he's also trying to get them to go. Like, he's fucking a with them to way. lead to go a certain way. Yeah. Because they're seeing the vegetation that's pushed down. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I got as well. So I was like, why the fuck is he running in a circle? I thought he just needed to get behind somebody so he could blow dart him. I think that's what he wanted, but he wanted him to go off in one direction, I think. Uh, we cut back to the cave. Skyflower's trying to climb up because she did get it to stick, the the rope there. But, of course, it falls down. We cut back to Jaguar Paw. Uh, so they see the mass, our mashed down vegetation and all that. So they run away because, of course, for tracking reasons. And this is when Jaguar Paw comes in with the, the poison darts and uh, blows the darts at this dude. He hits him like three times. Yeah, I was kind of bummed out he used all three on one dude. Three dots yeah, is too much. <laughs> I thought he would, yeah, at least. But I guess if you're taking three, it'd probably react quicker than just taking one. I guess, but yeah, you only got three. <laughs> Seemed like a cool weapon. It's like how I had three beers in the first section of this show. <laughs> How many more have you had? I'm sipping on one. Drink it, dude. Because I got to finish. Uh, this gets middle eyes attention. So this, uh, he turns around and this goes into a face off between uh, him and Jaguar Paul. Uh, the guy that he hit with the poison darts just dropped his club and Jaguar Paul can see this. Uh, middle eye already has a club. So naturally. They run to each other. Um, they rush in. Middle eye swings. Jaguar Paul ducks, uh, but not enough to miss Middle Eye's uh, club there, and he gets kind of hit right on the top of the forehead, which looks pretty damn painful. Uh, but he still manages to slide past and get the club up off the ground pretty quickly. He turns around and smashes Middle Eye right in the goddamn face. This is where we get the blood mist. So that's definitely uh, CGI, right? I don't know. It looks sick as hell. Though. Whatever it is, it's in the top five frames of movies we've covered. Mm-hmm. And it, it lingers. Is, yes, it it goes into a, like the perfect amount of slow motion. 
you get a and i think it was what unhinged where like a semi-truck hit that cop car Mm-hmm. And there was like a just enough just a pink in the bit. air to be like, ah, that's fucking gross. But this, it's fucking perfect. Um, like I said, we get the blood mist. Middle eye here calls him almost again. Jaguar Paul just hits him with an uppercut with a club and finishes him off. And of course, we got the rain that starts. So we cut to the cave. It's flooding, filling up with water. Skyflower, of course, she's going into labor. Uh, we cut back to Jaguar Paul. He's running back to the cave because he realizes it's raining and he's he's uh, racing against time now. Zero Wolf and the gang, uh, they've caught up to Jaguar Paul, which he continues to run naturally. Do you think Zero- if you were in that cave, you could just tread water until you... <laughs> Got to the top. Yeah, but she also had a kid with her who's oh, on her I, back. I mean, you by yourself. Like, could oh, no, you I'm just terrible at treading water? I could you die. just float on your back and? Yeah, maybe I could float. Yeah. My, my at least blow blow up that mump, monkey hide and just like, you know. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a good point. If that thing gets bloated enough, you might just be able to hot air balloon your way out of there. Yeah, I was gonna say you if you could, that? if you could just hang on one of the stalactites or mites or whatever the fuck, lictites. Yeah, my roommate in college, he was a uh, water. This is the guy that was was water. fucking all the time. No, that was me. <laughs> um, <laughs> water polo player, and he would always try to explain like you got an egg beater. Your legs. A woman. Yeah, you oh. got to beat that. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, no, you gotta, the, the tree, the, the tree, the key to treading water was an egg beater sort of thing with your legs. It wasn't just like a fish back and forth. It's kind of this circle motion. Yeah. Each, each foot is independent and circling in on the other and kind of cycling. Like once you learned that, that was enough. You know, that's why those water polo players can just stay up. Yeah, I would always be like, oh, this sucks if I had a fucking, got in a fucking shipwreck. It's my biggest fear. That would suck for a lot of reasons, dude. Yeah. I'm going to survive getting off the boat. I know that, but it's the treading water part that I'm like, that's where I'll come to my demise. Oh, it's, it's why if I'm in a plane over the Pacific on my way to Hawaii and it goes down, I'm biting my tongue before we hit the because I'm like I'm not surviving this I don't want to be in the water fucking attacked by sharks or baked in the fucking sun yeah let me bleed out in 20 seconds get a a quick dose of uh, a brain infused DMT trip fucking balls and and just call it fuck that you don't think about this stuff thought about it when we flew to and from Italy. <laughs> How's that octopus, bud? It was worth it. <laughs> uh, Zero Wolf, he shoots an arrow into Jaguar Paul's chest here. Uh, good shot. Zero Wolf uh, rushes Jaguar Paul, 
uh, he hits the same tripwire that the swine hit at the beginning, and this giant contraption comes out and with the spikes and smashes into Zero Wolf's chest. Um, and he dies. Uh, but there's still two more goons left, goods. They do such so, an awesome job with the gore on one of the stakes that's sticking through his spine. You can almost see, like, the fucking bone of his spinal cord sitting on the top of it. It's like this fucking badass. <laughs> Bill Gibson yeah. is a fucking sadist. <laughs> he's, he's not walking after that one. Uh, we got two more goons, though, uh, that are with the Zero Wolf's gangs, and uh, they continue to chase Jaguar Paul. They don't give up because, at this point? That's what I kind of thought, too. I'm like, all right, you, you got our two guys. Like, fuck this. Let's just call it. Say he got away. Yeah. They kind of do give up, like... Well, they, yeah, they get sidetracked. They get sidetracked, yeah. yeah. Uh, we cut back to Skyflower. She's still in labor. Uh, she moves on to a higher rock. Um, like a badass motherfucker, she just pushes this baby out, bro. Uh, what a woman, right? It's the type of girl you need. Like, fuck it, I'm not going to inconvenience you. Let me just get it out here. It's This is, this is just, coming off like you... Um, uh, like you've got some Respe- personal stuff going on. Respect women? Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, just stand up and deliver your babies. And <laughs> did, did you show yeah, this don't. to your wife and say, why can't you do this at home? I I can fill up a bathtub. Um, we cut back to Jaguar Paul. He runs out of energy, but he has got to a beach. He stops. We get the camera, does a 360 pan here. He is doing. Got, he is in pain. Oh, he's like the exhausted. Ex, yeah, the exhaustion of like the windmill in his arms as he's running on this beach. He's like, "Fuck it." Yeah, like, I've come this far though. So yeah, we do a, a 360 pan with this camera, and we got the Spaniards coming on. Um, this is where Bones referenced uh, 1511, I believe, was. Whenever they have said that the Spanish did arrive to the area of the Mayans, yeah, so we got them. They're gonna come along. in, come in, and fuck all this up. They're gonna come in and be super cool dudes with everything. So um, Leaf, Leaf Erickson was what thirteen or twelve or thirteen hundreds, a little bit further north. Fourteen ninety two is Columbus. But Columbus this is hits, the Columbus hits what like the Caribbean, yeah, right. Uh, so this one should be the second voyage of Columbus, but this, I believe, this is an offshoot of the second voyage of Columbus. Okay, from what I've read, and the Portuguese are lower. They went. Well, it gets fucked Down up because you're like, well, yeah, well, yeah, because what's his name went that way. But then you're like, you know, the Portuguese were there because the fucking Brazilians speak Portuguese. But either way, there were like several points that terrible. they hit. Yeah. So they all compete about when they hit each spot. But mm-hmm. it's cool to think that the the Vikings were like, nah, fuck this. 
the native people here make it miserable to live. So they fucking bailed. And then 200 years later, the Spanish just persisted. You know, spices are amazing. Um, <laughs> along with some other shit, fucking, terrible yeah. shit, chocolate, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they see these uh, the Spaniards coming in on the boat. Uh, they're quickly uh, very interested in these guys that are coming. So Jaguar Paul takes the advantage of this and runs back to the cave. And saves his family. Uh, we cut to them getting the fuck out of there. They're kind of going up the ridge that they kind of brought the swine in at the beginning. And you can see the ships that are out there. And Skyflower asks uh, if they should go and and talk to them or whatever. And uh, Jaguar Puzzle says, no, we should go to the forest to, to start a new beginning. Uh, in credits, gentlemen, that was Apocalypto from... 2006, directed by Mel Gibson. Probably the floor a good, is yours. Good choice at the end. Those white people were probably bad news. <laughs> they were. As a fellow white person, I want to uh, uh, confirm that <laughs> we were in fact bad news. It is very surreal. It is. It's done very well, like that reveal. Like, what the fuck are these white people with a mm-hmm. ship and shit doing here? You know, oh, I'm sure they never. I guess they had boats, maybe like canoes, maybe. Yeah, you probably know. had like a little individual canoe or something, not yeah. a boat of that size. It was interesting. So I was looking up. Um, like homo sapiens i was like when did like what we the closest thing to us that we are homo sapiens so 500 to 300,000 years ago i was looking at you can search this online there's plenty of like images that show you know plenty of line graphs that indicate you know they talk about the calendar of of the universe or the calendar of earth you know and how we're if you look at the calendar of the universe, we are like in the final seconds of December 31st in comparison to that span. And then if you look at Homo sapiens to what all the fucking creatures that we evolved from or whatever, it's 500 to 300,000 years. Boats, 65,000 years. But literature and art and all that shit happened way before boats. So it was like boats, then bows, then like spear chuck, like the the things that you would think we would have figured out a hundred thousand years ago were quite delayed. Said that water leaking in all the time, like fuck. Yeah. They're working on it, I'm sure. Yeah. So if you're a, a Mayan, and like you were saying, Kron, like you have an individual boat. Like, maybe if you live a little bit further in or you're lower, you know, on the earth, you're a fucking Amazon sort of native. You've got a canoe or something. But these fucking white heathens show up in a fucking big-ass vessel like that. That's got to be terrifying. With mm-hmm. guns. Yeah. And metal. 
Like they hadn't figured out metal on this continent yet. So yeah, fucking Judas Priest came out. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but what a blast of a movie, man. It's fun, right, guys? Yep. Yeah, it's a really, really well-made movie. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to hear some more research? I kind of peppered it in a lot there. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, upon further research, gentlemen, the Mayans thrived in what is Mexico, Guatemala, Belize, and Honduras. Uh, this is called the Classical Period from A.D. 250 to 900, whenever the civilization kind of took a, a fall there, beginning to decline around A.D. 800. Uh, archaeological evidence That's points... The Mayans? Yes, this is all Mayans. So this is before Bones is a movie then? No, it took 200 years. Oh, okay. to th- It took further upon to get actually to the Spaniards. So oh, gotcha. Rolled into... The decline started around 800 AD, but it wasn't necessarily the very end. It took a while. Um, Does it blow your guy's mind to think that that civilization lasted longer than the United States currently? No. Like, can you fathom that at all? No, you're like, oh, you're fine. Okay. They seem like they were living... The shit? Okay. Maybe not as long of a life, but uh, maybe a more fulfilled life, so... Yeah. They had an earth that was pure. Yeah. Not fucking polluted. (laughs) Like... Dude, I want that pure earth. Give me that fucking... Can you imagine pure earth? Give me that AD 400 earth, baby. Yeah, dude. You could have probably walked into a lake and a big old fish would just jump right into your arms. Imagine... Okay, so think about how fucking horny you get when you see undisturbed (laughs) snow. Yeah. Now imagine the whole earth is like that. Just undisturbed snow. You're gonna fucking blow. I'm gonna... Fuck this 400 AD Earth, bro. You know one of those that's like, those like pops that surprise you? You're like, shit, I didn't know I had that. Like, this popped yesterday. I didn't know I could pop like that today. And that's not every day would be like that. I'm really hydrated, I guess. Like that, a pure Earth? Fuck. All right, so um, archaeologist evidence points to many factors for the decline of the uh, Mayan civilization there. Loss of uh, trade routes, drought, disease, as we mentioned. Uh, Mayan life is very centered around cities. Um, Like I said, it took the Spanish almost 200 years to conquer most of the regions of Mexico and Guatemala. Uh, we talked about the human sacrifice, not on a large level. That was more the Aztecs. Uh, Aztecs are called the, the people, people of the sun, but, uh, they worship many gods, uh, not just the sun. Olnek. They invented the what? Olnek, when that was the name from, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Olmac. Olmac. Yeah. It's, yeah, he was probably one of them. They mentioned another one. They, I think they mentioned about three of them in here. So like I said, touche to Gibson for not just saying they worship the sun. 
they invented political systems, science, and math. They actually added zeros to math. Uh, written languages as well. Uh, the opening quote of the movie basically is blaming the Mayans for being conquered. That's why, uh, right off the bat, 1511 is uh, the contact in the movie that's supposed to be the Spaniards coming in there. This movie was released December 8th, 2006. Uh, they gave they gave Mel a budget of four, $40 million. It grossed $120 million worldwide, so it was it got its money back. This was his uh, company, Gibson, right? Icon's his, uh, right? Did Icon and uh, another, and then Disney, yeah, Disney covered national or international or something. One of the two. Yeah, yeah, they got a portion of the cash. I think it was the last rated R movie released under Disney. Um, they went out with a big one. I mean, yeah, <laughs> earning that R. Do you think we'll get a, a an R Marvel? movie no Deadpool ah, good call one. I guess yeah now that they own Fox uh, Mel Gibson did turn down the lead role in World Trade Center so he could film this thank Christ um, <laughs> it uh, initially took added a few months on to filming because all the rains and the floods that did come into Mexico at that time. They did film in Mexico. They did use an all indigenous cast. Uh, not just, they weren't all Mayans. A lot of them were Mexicans and, and different races. Native Americans in, too. Right. Yeah. I think the main character is like Comanche, uh, Comanche and something else. So, yeah, but it works. So they, you definitely get a feel for it. Yeah. So, not a not a white person in sight. Um, body count says one hundred and fourteen, which I mean I don't. I guess maybe they counted the bodies in the mass grave. Yeah, the body pit. <laughs> yeah, I guess that that would that's kind of what I thought too. But other than that, that's all I got, gentlemen, for uh, Apocalypto. Let's 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 tighten it up. Let's Are we pull, ready? Let's play our game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, America's favorite game. Rate my letterbox. Rate my box. Cron, you want to kick us off? Uh, Bones is in the lead, so I will defer. <laughs> okay, I'll note that for later that we can do that. Um, Dan, 4.0. Cron, 3.0. Uh, <clears throat> bones. I'm just gonna give you both a four. Uh, Kron, I'm giving you. I'm giving you a three point five. Bones, I'm giving you a four point oh. My dudes. This is, without a doubt, the best movie we've covered. Um, whether or not it's my favorite movie, that remains to be seen. But in just in terms of uh, storytelling, direction, cinematography, everything, this is, without a doubt, the best. Watching it twice, I was not bored either time. 
I did not have to take a single note. I was, and I did not want to take a note. I was uh, engaged each time. It is a bummer that there is um, whatever wake that Mel Gibson leaves behind him, whatever stink that is on the guy, because the guy can absolutely tell a fucking story. I wish he was had his life together. But maybe the fact that he's a fucking psycho leads to him delivering shit like this. I don't know. Kind of works. <laughs> this movie works. It is, like I said, the best movie we've covered. I got to go 4.0. Uh, I think I would agree with just about everything Bones said. Uh, this does look really good. I mean, there's not anything wrong at all with the structure, the characters, everything's firing on all cylinders. Um, I don't know, man. This movie is action-packed, uh, compelling characters. It's got um, intense violence. Like This has a lot of stuff that's just uh, done really well and stuff I like to see in movies. So um, I'm going 4.5. This is a great movie. Oh, Cron Howard. Ah, folks, Cron Howard recently updated the uh, scoreboard there, put it on Dropbox, so I got to look at it a few days ago. Um, This movie has it all, guys. Like, it has a fucking snake bite to the neck. It has a fucking frog that he grabs, and I just, every time I watch it, I forget how good it is. And it looks so fucking good. Whenever they're sacrificing those dudes, I just love those camera movements. The cinematography is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Kron, he did, uh, the cinematographer did work on City Slickers. I, I know and, I would appreciate that. Curly's Gold? And Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero. Which is a fucking. He did uh, Mad Max's as well. Uh, yeah, he did Road Warrior and Beyond Thunderdome. So he knows what he's doing and that looks great. I love, I just fucking love all that. And the way that the angles that they're getting on, on top of there, it's fucking blows my mind. And like I said, I did look at that updated list and for the first time in five day Reynolds history, I'm going to give a 4.0 out. Ron, did you do it? Oh, uh, we're about to find out. It? Did you do it? He did it. I don't. I had an inkling. All right, guys. Uh, Apocalypto would be number two on our big list. It has an average score of four point one seven from us. Yep. It would be right under Amsterdam with an average score of 4.18. It would also be right above Rad at 3.69. Kron, 
Dan and I both finished Rate My Letterbox with one point. You had a perfect score of two. Wow. Was that enough for you to secure the lead? Uh, at the end of this round, Dan would have 11 points. Bones and myself have 12. <laughs> oh, damn. Looks yes. like we're coming. All right, Dan, it looks like you got two quizzes. Yeah. What do I got? What do so, I got two? So they'll be the... There'll be the rigged game where we find out who gets to pick first, and then there'll be a, a collusion game in a, the middle. A bullshit halftime game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kron, I was I had a tough time on you. I was like, there's something I was like, maybe a four, but there was something about like a three. I was, I don't know why. I was like, I don't know what it is. So a four point five is shocking, but I'm I'm just glad you're in the camp with us. Like, I'm glad that we all agree that this is a great yeah, fucking movie. Like, this movie's badass. Like, <laughs> it is violent as hell. <laughs> it it literally is like a like a metal record come to life. You yeah. know, it's just two hours of like brutality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything is paid off. Runtime like didn't matter though. I could have watched another fucking hour, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just mean like from start to finish, this thing is like just on fire, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, Dan, you did it again. You fucking I think you knock uh I think you now have like six in the top ten or something like that. I don't think I have that many. No. Amsterdam, Five. Apocalypto, Rad. Unhinged. Unhinged. Demons two. Yeah, yeah you have it's, you have five of the top ten. Is Demons mm-hmm. two in the top ten? Yeah, you you bumped it up yeah, with you, a point five. You put it there. Yeah. Goddamn right. So it that well, yeah, Demons two. This will be interesting then. We got an immediate, immediate interesting game now because of this. But anyway, good job. Yeah, um, we got one last thing. We don't have an after showers this week. We got a review show coming up, and it is the holiday season. People, happy holidays, y'all. And some, and we got personal things going on. <laughs> Listener, okay. Um. But there is one game that we like to play at the end of each round. Dan? Uh, we like to play uh, Mary Fuck Kill, Kill Mary Fuck, whichever way you put it, uh, for this category for Kron here. Um, I'll start us off here. I am going gonna marry apocalypto i am gonna fuck flesh and blood and i'm gonna kill pinocchio's revenge well i hope you get charged for three additional murders (laughs) as part of that kill oh i ain't getting that lawyer that she was that's for damn sure she you talking about my brother you talking about him (laughs) you talking shit we didn't even know your name, dude. I, the I, boss is back, y'all. I don't need no fucking name. 
I think at the beginning of the episode, literally, you were talking shit about your brother. Yeah, you didn't even go to his execution. Piece of shit. You kept telling us how dead he was. How I've had some time to think about it, and he's a real asshole. (laughs) Dan, I gotta, I gotta echo. I'm absolutely marrying uh, Apocalypto, and you know you gotta fuck that Paul Verhoeven. And I'm sorry, Pinocchio, but you should have stayed buried. Uh, Just stayed in Tampa, motherfucker. Guys, likewise, I will marry Apocalypto. Uh, I'm going to fuck Pinocchio's revenge here. Ooh. <laughs> There's a lot of real bad acting, a lot of real goofy shit in that movie. Um, hey, she's a good-looking lady, though. It just kind of, I think, you know, six months down the road, I'll remember Pinocchio's revenge more than I'll remember flesh and blood, so... Kill flesh and blood. All right. With with the plague, probably. Yep. And eventually die of the plague, yeah. Well, all right, folks. There you go. Uh, That was Apocalypto from 2006. We finish up our category here of ancient times, Middle Earth, olden times, um... (laughs) Prehistoric times. Revenge to the Jurassic period. Jurassic period. Um, Mature content. Episode 46. Episode 46. So if you are interested in that category, we started with um, Pinocchio's Revenge. Uh, That was from Kron. We went on to Flesh and Blood from Mr. Bones. And we ended with Apocalypto. So um, they all kind of go in there together, you know. But do what you like. But that's it. Yeah, uh, we'll be back next week with the review or the rewind show number four, where we will uh, destroy each other's friendships and rate my letterbox ratings. Um, Dan will have some quizzes for us. Do I have to do two quizzes? Yeah, you got to do a tiebreaker. You can just do a quick one for the tiebreaker. Yeah, just do something quick and then. Uh... And then for the episode, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll halftime, we'll halftime fun. You you could literally do like a best of three questions for the tiebreaker or something. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a hundred and twenty of I can, available. I can I'll put something together and send you the uh, the questions and the answers. Oh, I got it. I got nothing to do on Monday, so <laughs> I bet you could. I bet you could send them the questions and answers. <laughs> or it's gonna be all like. Uh, the tiebreaker is uh, Who Knows Bones? That's the name of the game. Actually, I was just going to count my ass hairs, so I'd just show my ass the whole time while you guys guessed. You know, we've made it 46 episodes without any without... nudity. <laughs> well, there's been lots of nudity in the films we've Yeah, chose. but I'm saying among oh. this this Zoom well, you know, Kron hears what the people want, and apparently it's not nudity from us. Nope. We, say, we say people a lot. We use the term, the people wanted it. The people wanted it. I think we have 13 to 14 listeners. Okay. I mean, That's what I'm coming up with. Do you, do you honestly think anyone that listens to this podcast even has the option to see your nude body? Yeah. I mean... They could email Send us, us an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hit, hit up the Gmail account that we have and mm-hmm. 
That's five as in the number five day rentals podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. Letterboxed. We'll grovel some more next week, but for now. We'll let you go. All right. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome, guys. Uh, love you as always. Uh, don't let fear come into your life, guys. Okay? Crash and burn. Buddies forever. Buddies <laughs> forever.